The Nerdgasm Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And we are back here with another Nerdgasm Talk podcast. I'm the man with the plan. If you need him, yell Shazam, Mr. A and D. I don't have my usual co-host on me, Swag on Zero, but we got my wrestling crew up in here also because we're some things that we got to talk about. At first, I was like, man, how big Nerdgasm going even gonna be this week? But then, shit, all you gotta do is wait two days, and he's gonna drop a shit ton of news on us. And I was like, you know what? No disrespect to Swag on Zero, but I gotta talk to these people with, about these topics. So joining me is not Deion Sanders of Primetime. So what's up? It's me, it's the PRIME. And also joining me, I'll co-host the greatest catch lady sketch. Swag left to get milk and never came back. He did, man. The milk milk and cigarettes. He abandoned us. He did. Hey, no, to be fair, I, I did I did call uh you know freshman flow, but uh he didn't get he didn't get back to the play. So but that's all good though, because we got a Awesome show to talk uh, about. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's the player in question? He didn't get back to me. He's talking about himself. Oh, okay. I want to say, hold on a minute, player. <laughs> hold on, player. Uh, man, look, the stuff we got to talk about James Gunn just dropped his new slate for, for uh, DC Studios for, like, for, for Chapter One. Mm-hmm. We finally got a casting for the Michael Jackson movie. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, there's confirmation about Bad Boys. Yep. And we do have our review of you people. We finally all saw it and, and give our honest thoughts about it, stuff like that. So it's going to be a really entertaining podcast. Hope you guys can join us and you know, uh, stay tuned for all the other content we have out there. The No Gimmicks in the Wrestling Podcast and Turn to about Culture and Beyond. Don't talk silver tongue. And also make sure you check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast as well with him and Lee Boy TV. So we might as well just jump right up, right up into the into the thick of things. Um, today, well, what time we recording this? At twelve e twelve p.m. E, uh, Eastern Standard Time, James Gunn came out with the video on on like the DC uh, YouTube channel and giving the DC slate of everything that's coming up with hopefully within the next two years. That, Did he say two? He made it sound like this was like the the grand scheme of things within the. No, next. he he said that <laughs> this is uh, not all. This is not even all of Chapter One. Okay. So th- these are what's going to take place within the next two years. That's a lot of stuff for two years. Yeah. And uh, also, because we got some confirmation from Dave Batista that, you know, when he tried to go out for Bane, that he was like, he's looking for younger stuff. So we got to get into this and give opinions. I know personally, you know, uh, they said you don't read yeah, comics but, like that. He still was like, what, 55? I mean, yeah. Is he? Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Batista started started in wrestling late, so. Batista, just just reminder, Batista turned fifty at WrestleMania thirty five. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he still look good. Uh huh. So. Do what I want. James Gunn talked about with him and Peter uh, Sanfran's new state a slate is going to be with movies and television shows, uh, a different project that, that, that he announced. And who is going to be coming back and who is not. So, for, for starters, this year, for 2023, we are still having the Shazam movie coming out in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fury of the Gods with Zachary Levi. So, he, he's been staying. Does it matter, though? 
I'm a Shazam guy, so it matters to me. <laughs> no, I'm saying it doesn't matter though, because like he didn't say he was standing out. He just said we still released the movie. He didn't say like yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's yeah. Well, then, and after that is the they're still going through with the Flash movie. E- even James Gunn was saying that that is my biggest problem with this entire thing. Yes, uh, they're still going. Did, do, did you hear what he said though? He said he said this is one 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 like the best movie, favorite well, movie. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did. I did so I was say so. This joint need to be winning Oscars if we, if we gonna keep doing this. But we will get all into that. Yeah, but he did. Oh, well, all right, we'll, we'll talk about it later. All right, yeah. cool. Whatever. Then in August we're going to get Blue Beetle, the Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle, and then in December we're going to still get Aquaman two. Then we will be into the official part of the uh, of the new DCEU where it's talking about. Whoa, uh, whoa. excuse me, excuse me. What? They changed that up. It's only DCU now. It's DCU. They said we like Marvel. It's oh yeah, DCU. Like EU, then it's not. We ain't put no. Yeah, that's right. DCU. <laughs> we ain't put no, no unnecessary letters in there. Yeah, it's, it's, you right. We right now. Before we get into before we get to the the, the chapter one, uh, gods and monsters that 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 his chapter is called. Let's just go by with this year alone. So, uh, as he said, the Flash movie is going to be the reset point for those who have not read the comics or anything. That that event flashpoint has happened where Flash does go back in time and then when he comes back, everything is changed. That's how we got the whole New Fifty Two and or, or, or the, the DC rebirth and all the kind of different things you read. Now, of course, it's gonna be a lot of controversy with that because we're still going through Ezra Miller. We didn't bring Henry Cavill back. Uh Gail Godot is not coming back as Wonder Woman. Y'all asked uh, an entire movie. An entire movie. But yet we still yeah. get us uh so, so somebody asked him about Zachary Levi because I, I think Zachary Levi said some anti-vax stuff I don't know but uh they was asking him about it he was like you know I can't look I'm here to make movies and we have people in our products I can't just cancel the whole movie just because I don't agree with what somebody's saying I'm like are you talking about Ezra or you talking about Zachary Miller or Zachary Levi because it's not like you talk about Ezra Miller right now the wild sure. part is this is way beyond that for him it, he gotta yes. be talking about um, yeah. Zachary because Ezra Miller is way beyond something someone said. Yeah. At this point, um, here's hoping if y'all really gonna go through with this, here's hoping he out of jail for the premiere because out of jail. Y'all gonna keep? Uh, I don't even think he's in jail. But what I'm saying <sighs> is he keeps. This is the thing. When you don't reprimand somebody for doing something, what do they do? They keep doing shit. So he. Who's to say that he don't go and do something no stupid between now and the movie? Not that he's not done enough ridiculous things already. I mean, I think they're going to just keep him in the vault. But like, all right, you're going to stay in the D.C. vault for like, you know, a month or two months before the movie come out. So that we can keep an eye on I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to keep, they're going to do some research stuff but to balance things out. Because, you know, he's supposed to be getting his behavior together and going to the council and stuff like that. Which I'm just like. Oh, no, no, no. They did that while he was doing his. Remember when they couldn't find him? That's what they, that's where he was at. Uh, they couldn't find Ezra for like a for like a month and a half, two months. Yeah. Like, he was, and they come to find out he was shooting scenes for uh, Flash. So, Warner Bros. is so eager to get this movie out, and it like I see the best action. It better be the best movie I ever seen. Dark Knight, but mm-hmm. it better make Dark Knight look like you know uh, Suicide Squad one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to laugh that loud to the mic. <laughs> um, 
No, well, I mean, it would okay. have to be. And like I said, I, I can't sit up here and say, well, James Gunn can't control whether they take out a movie or not. He can't. He doesn't control that. I would say Warner Bros. controls that. So we got to. way, it uh, all looks bad on y'all part, but they clearly don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all, y'all, y'all couldn't possibly care with the moves that y'all making. Um, it looks bad that you recast the fan favorites. You cancel a movie uh, with a woman and a woman of color lead. Then you start taking off all the stuff that people actually want to see off HBO Max. But y'all still give us Ezra Miller. This is where it's just like, alright, because the rest of this, after this, better be fire. It, honestly, it has to be because you're not going to have that much of a, a a fair shake out the gate. If everything is not firing on all cylinders after Flashpoint happens, people are going to abandon ship again. I'm just saying. I, I, I won't say that. I mean, not like, and it don't have to be, it don't have to be like, oh, this is the best movie I've ever seen, but what happens if you have another incident where it's like Justice League? Nah, this... No, well... What do you do after that? Th- that well, that's what he, he was making, because right now, this year's already set. Because everybody was really trying to realize what's going to happen with this year. Are we going to just wipe out all the movies that's done already? And we're going to just start fresh? And he was kind of saying, like, well, we're going to finish out this year. The Flash is going to be the resetting point. And then after that is where we're going right into our new vision. So no matter what happens this year, no matter what, like, enjoy these stories. Because it's going to be like all, all the DC anime movies before the Flashpoint came out. So enjoy all these stories right now. Because now we're about to... We're, that Flash is about to usher in a new something. And, and the new something is not... So if Ezra Miller fucks up again, or something else bad happens, or whatever the case, or Warner Bros. gets heat for releasing the Flash movie, or the Flash movie is not that good, it still does not tie into what's going to happen with their new project. So, but this is my thing. Did he... I guess I'd have to go back and refresh myself because maybe I put it out of my mind. But did he say that they're going to do Aquaman? Yes, Aquaman's at the end of the year. Okay, I didn't... I didn't dream that. So, if we're resetting everything with Flash and Mm -hmm. that's coming out first, how are we doing Aquaman? I don't... That's the thing. So, So, I'm saying it looks like there may be some that stay and some that go. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me personally. I uh-huh. and, and you know, maybe it's just me. But I don't understand why you would keep some of the actors that were around mm. pre reset and not some and not others. Especially when you have somebody like a Aquaman who is closely tied to your other your big three that you've now let go mm-hmm. so how does that I, I'm just I'm um, more curious about the logistics of it all because I know I'm not going to watch all these shows and everything that he laid out mm-hmm. more than likely I will just probably watch the movies so I'm curious who stays and who goes how do we decide who stays and who goes I don't know it could be on their level of 
whatever is coming up for their story. And I, I me personally, I, I don't know about that. I mean, Here's obviously, a, you know, I'm just asking questions. Uh, I think honestly, I think everybody should uh should go. I mean, not that I said that they didn't do a good job or anything. I'm just saying, like, you I'm saying, but do it. in the way it, they probably will. Mm-hmm. No, okay, sorry, yes. sorry. You know what? Not everybody, because I just noticed not everybody can go. But like, some people have to be redone over. You know, so I don't know how they're gonna do. Because I'm pretty sure Peacemaker and them are staying. Yes. Yeah. See, yeah they, they alluded to that, which, alluded I, which I which I'll get to in a minute. Um, so, yeah. So, but okay, so that's gonna be the first year. But now he, he announced uh, chapter one, and uh, so they talked about Creature Commandos, a seven episode animated series written by James Gunn himself. Uh, it's an original team of classic. Whoa. Mo- <laughs> I thought that was live action. The, the, the Creature Commandos episode is is animated. I thought he said it goes from animated to live action. No, okay. So what, what he was saying was that he wanted to cre- create something where that they things that go from animation to live action with the same actor. Yeah. So if the actor is playing the character in live action, he wants them to be the voice. It's kind of like remember that show Vixen. Uh, what, uh you probably I didn't know. watch it, but I watched. I seen the movie. Yeah. Okay, so Vixen had was that break between Flash and Arrow, but they still had Grant Gustin, Stephen Amell voice Arrow. And the same mm-hmm. thing for for Marvel's What If, uh, you know, where, where you have the, 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 the like T'Challa before you know before uh, Chadwick passed away was voicing T'Challa in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. So that's what the Creature Commando episode is going to be. It's going to be animated. Uh, he said, "Classic monsters assemble to fight Nazis." This is a modern take on the concept, and like he said, voice actors have yet to be cast, but. Uh, whoever is going to be the voice actor is going to be the actual actor for when they go live action. See, I also took it as the show itself was going to go between animated mm. and live action. Mm-hmm. When, that would have been that would been something special if it did. Yeah, that was something expensive too. That's, <laughs> yes, but I thought that's what he meant at first when yeah. he said. I mean, what you're saying makes sense, but mm. I thought he meant like it was going to be a cartoon and then part of it was going to be live action yeah no it's, it's all going to be it's only seven episode series so it's so animated so got it then, then we go into Waller which is a spinoff of Peacemaker which is still starring Viola Davis because Viola Davis just plays a good Amanda Waller and I don't think as of right now there's an actress that he probably wants to that they can replace that I mean look back in the day you had huh I was gonna say low key though. Sorry, sorry. Low key. Viola Davis is a good Waller, but I I wouldn't mind if they would have. Obviously, they want to keep the Peacemaker family, so that makes sense. But I wouldn't mind if they would have tried to get the the bigger a bigger woman to play that ball that not ball her short hair Waller, like the real real short hair, the real real big. Oh, you mean like style Waller? You mean like old school comic book Amanda Waller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind if they would have tried to get somebody to. To portray that, to portray yeah, that. But, well, that's what they showed when he was doing the, like the run. Yeah, but, yeah. Viola Davis got like, yeah, I get, it. I get why they want to keep her. Yeah, Davis. So, this is also going to be um, written by uh, Crystal Henry, who who worked on Watchmen, <laughs> and then also uh, Jeremy Carver, who was the creator of the Doom Patrol TV series, which happened to be a low key hit. A lot of people like Doom Patrol. I never started watching Doom Patrol. I, I I just started watching 
uh, Titans, you know, a couple months ago, and I was just like, do I really want to sit there and binge try to get through this? Because I have so much other stuff to go through right now. So I say, but I'm interested in seeing the Wild Series, if, especially with Guns going to be involved in, because I like the Peacemaker stuff that he's been doing. And it, and his, yeah, and I, I did read it was in between season one and two of Peacemaker, so it's going to be like that in between the season. And in between, okay, yeah. So, and like I said, so I, I'm I, sure if he just did it just to give his girlfriend a job, but you know. <laughs> what happened? He said he pretty sure he did just so he can give his wife a, jo- a wife a job. Yeah, because he said she's gonna be working with different members of the Peacemaker team. It's only what three members that's alive. So I mean, that's <laughs> one that's alive. But yeah, um, I mean it's, it's Peacemaker. It's it's the girl. It's Hardcore. No, it's Peacemaker Hardcore. Oh, what's the Deadpool guy name? Him and it's Anabayo, right? It's that's four people. What about the white guy that, 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 that hurt his ankle? You know, with the glasses. Oh yeah, him. Too. Okay, so yeah. it's five people. Okay. Yeah, so you know. And how many of them gonna be in the field? I think only hardcore. No, maybe her daughter and hardcore. The only two I can see being in the field. You see how unnecessary. You see how he be giving his wife the role. You see how unnecessary she was in Black Adam. Why was she there? <laughs> Who are we talking about? James uh, Gunn's wife. James the, Gunn's the, wife. The girl. Wife? The girl that John Cena likes in Peacemaker. The white woman. I'm trying to place her face. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll have the, to. I'll have to. Go her, her, her name was Hardcore, right? Yeah, Hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Un momento. Um, okay. Then next is the is the big thing here, which is Superman Legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're, they're featuring Gunn is writing and directing. Uh, uh. and yeah. Um. So this is going to be, be the Superman All Star. Yeah, this is, well, first of all, All Star Superman is actually a really good read. If anybody has ever read All Star, has a good read. I'm not gonna lie to you though. <laughs> I'm trying to get through that movie, I fell asleep on it. Trying to get through it. Well, the, the movie's not as good as the book. I'm, I'll tell you right there, right now. I, I know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I was like, all right, let me get through this because I didn't get through that. I didn't get through Superman. Was it Unbound, Unchained, or something? I didn't get through yeah. that. Oh yeah, well, well, yeah. One. Superman. Superman battle was, was was a little tough, uh, but this, was, this, this Brady, is yeah, Brady, no whatever movie was him and uh him and his his cousin. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. okay. Right. Did you get to uh, Superman versus the Elite? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I don't think I watched. It. Wait, is that the one where his cousin and his they they fighting the five dudes? Yeah. I think I got through it's, it's, Superman movies just don't sometimes entice me what like other movies do I, I feel so is this going to be animated or live no this is, this is this is the live action Superman this okay. is this is going to be the, their core this is the new Superman their new Superman, their new Superman. Uh, it's, I'm very curious to see who new Superman going to be yeah, he says it's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. Uh, he he is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He, he, he is kindness in a world that thinks that kindness is old-fashioned. So the release date is for July 11, 2025. That's the one that's been penciled in. And so here I was hoping we would get an actual real-life Brightburn. Let me stop. Let me stop. So this is um. I am a little bittersweet about this because this is what sounds like Man of Steel 2 is going to be. Yeah. Because at the end of the first Man of Steel, he just comes into Metropolis and becomes, you know, Clark Kent, you know, the the journalist and the news reporter. 
now he, he's about to go in and do all this stuff. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, I still would like to see Henry Cavill in that role. Henry Cavill, I feel like, was a great cross between being Clark Kent and being Superman, especially the look of yeah, him. Yeah, he got the damn guy got a look. Yeah. Um, so it was just like, yeah, what the hell? So I'm curious to see who y'all going to stick in this role now. And then here's my question. So is Robert Pattinson batman going forward so like completely yes yes so and I, so i'm gonna explain mm. to you no well now now before you grunt i'm gonna explain to you which i actually like the idea okay. of, of, what, of what they're doing so you know honestly i'll just jump into it right now wait real quick before you okay. get to that i just want to say about superman yeah um whoever they cast i hope they do it like i hope they do it i hope they cast like a Youngish person, so that we can, you know, obviously keep him for years and years. They, they, you know, that's the whole purpose. They, they want to cast a younger, a younger person, so that if when they go through, they have a whole ten year plan. I see. I'm more young, but yeah. I don't want like you know, I don't want me to be thinking he's in high school. No, I, I, I no, no, they, they not doing this. Has to be you know, Smallville. Yeah, no, yeah, we're not doing Smallville. No, this is going to be him working in Metropolis. Him, okay. it, him, him, you know, because uh, that's the one thing that people are saying that the. The, the, the Henry Cavill Superman was lacking was just that his his actual this kind factor you know what I'm saying of he just just of being nice to humanity who who may not nice to him yeah. kind of thing yeah. so second 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 thing I want to say though uh huh um and and I look I Superman is up and down for me I'm not the he's not my favorite I'm not the biggest I just hope that they do I okay I'm a I'm a fan of the Superman with the, with the tights. And not like with the underworld house. I don't. I don't like that look. Yeah. I just like when he just had like a straight regular suit, not like you know the, the red underwear over the, the the. I don't like that. So I'm like, hopefully the suit looks good because that whole thing is stupid. I I oh, plastic. Yeah. I I have I have faith in that. Now with the other set, because we still have projects to go on to. So to address your Rob Passes Batman, what what he's doing is okay. So you know how Marvel has what if. DC has something called Elseworld. Yeah, it's the yeah. it's the same thing where it's That's like their EU now. Yeah, this is their other stories that happen in in the in the multiverse that is not going with the concrete story. So okay. it's going to be called. That's going to go with all TV shows, all movies, all specials, whatever the case they're going to do. They're going to call it Elseworld stuff. So okay. Robert, the Robert Pattinson Batman, they they, they just greenlighted for a Batman called Batman Part Two. Which will be released out the same year as Superman. Superman, which is called, which is coming out October third, twenty twenty five. So, <laughs> did I don't know if you see the way that they announced it was like it was so it was so dramatic. We're gonna have the second installment of Batman, Batman Part Two. It's gonna be called Batman Part Two. Yes. So, <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, Mary to do that, and like Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga have Joker Two coming out. That's the Elseworld and project. I saw, I saw, uh -huh. I don't know, that they were doing like another Black Superman. I think they still uh, greenlit, greenlight that. I think they're probably going or to. Elseworld. It, 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 it probably going to. It's probably going to be an Elseworld story. Yeah, I'm talking about Elseworld. Yeah, I'm talking about. It was like yeah. four movies. It was, it was Batman. It was Joker. It was something else, and it was Black Superman. Yeah. So that way, if it has the Elseworld title on part of the movie or a label on that movie, you do know that this is not part of the. Uh, the, the actual you know DCU yeah, yeah. story but it is part of this multi-universe I think that is one thing that was very confusing on the Marvel side and the DC side 
because I have friends that be like, hey, does this tie in with this or does this tie in with this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, no, it don't. But a lot of a lot of casual fans, a lot of people just don't fall into that. So now if you label it and say this is an Elseworld story. So, okay, so that kind of answers me, but not really. So does that mean that he will cross over and be Batman in all the projects? No, no, no. That means that Batman for the DCU. They're going to have a Batman. And he's like Batman for what is now the DCEU, like elsewhere. Well, it's just basically it's just he's the bat. Basically, those movies are like standalone movies. Like they know they don't interact. So it's like the Dark Knight kind of deal. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's like these are just his thing. Like Joker don't Joker don't is not gonna interact with Robert Pattinson. Like it's just all yeah. their scenes. So it's kind of like if you go into a comic book store and you see thirteen different Batman comics up there, yeah, yeah. and they're all different stories. Yeah. It's like, but it's Batman. It's in the DC world, but they're all different kind of they're stories, opposed to the one comic that you are reading. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I was just I was just curious because I was like, if we keeping folks. Yeah. It, I don't yeah. care how how uh, surprisingly good Batman might have been. Robert Pattinson wasn't on my list. I'm just saying. That's me personally. Uh, Lanterns is going to be a TV series uh, that Gunn and Sanford are working on. And what I like is that this is going to be like a almost like a buddy cop type thing. Because oh, okay. you're going to. Like that. Huh? That's kind of what it sounds so like. I don't like that. Yeah, I, I do because here's the thing. You have a, a lot of the, the the fan base, especially today's fan base, that look at Hal Jordan as the Green Lantern. Nah, and, I like John Stewart. No, uh, hold on, I'm not done. And then you have the other f- half of the fan base that is like, especially like us, that identify with John Stewart because they did like John Stewart is my Green Lantern type thing. Well, those are the two most popular Green Lanterns. Nobody cares so much about Kyle Rayner unless his name is Q Flow. Nobody cares about Guy Grunner. Nobody cares about Simon Bass. Well, they or said anything. there might be other Lanterns. Oh, oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, a core. Yeah, but <clears throat> it might be like the, the alien, the actual alien people, or uh, what's Elaine Cruz, the Jessica Cruz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna probably be all of them, and but because it's a Green Lantern core, but it's gonna focus on the two main. Lanterns of yes. Hal Jordan and Josh Stewart, so that way you could. So the fans of the Green Lantern, like myself, could be happy with both. You got yourself the white Green Lantern, and you got yourself the black Green Lantern, the two main ones. And it's a live action too. It's a live action uh, TV series. Yeah. So I was like, I swear to God, if this is Green Lantern right along, I'm not watching. <laughs> well, I think long as ain't Tyrese, as ain't Tyrese a comment, I'm cool. Oh my God, no. I will, I think it's more going to be like. Uh, Ooh, nah, I, honestly, I don't know how comedy want to go with being serious because John Stewart will be the more serious one. Yeah, absolutely. So, and how Jordan be the more comedy one? Yeah, so I'm saying like it can be like that, but not as annoying as Ride right Along. Yeah. Uh, then we're gonna have us. Uh, listen, now this is a movie called The Authority. The Authority is a team of superheroes with a rather extreme methods of protecting the planet. Uh, this was a 1990s comic. I didn't read too much, but I think Alan Moore uh, 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 did something with this because Alan Moore is known for Watchmen. Uh, so this is it's going to be like sound like this going to be intense. Then. Yeah, this is going to be like um, Crime Syndicate. If anybody knows who the Crime Syndicate is, or I get, you know, okay, so it's like the evil. It's like the is evil. It like the Justice League for villains. Yeah, it's just it's like instead of Superman, it's Ultraman and Superwoman uh-huh. and Owlman 
okay. going for Wonder Woman, Black uh, Superman, and Batman. Okay. So yeah, so you you have all those, and they are ruthless. Now, but now the Authority is more is like their hero, stuff like that. Uh, the way they say it, it's like um, the way they, they they describe it. Not every film and TV show is going to be about good guys versus bad guys. Giant things from the sky come, and good guys win. Uh, there are white hats, black hats, and gray hats. They are kind of like Jack Jack Nicholson and a few good men. They know that you want them on the wall, or at least they believe that. Okay. That's the way. That's the way they, they describe the authority. It's giving police brutality, but okay. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then they have a project called Paradise Laws. Now this is going to be something that's going to be kind of. Uh, kind of interesting because this is going to be HBO Max series that's going to be a Game of Thrones Hello? style, yeah, a, a Game of Thrones style, all female. Uh, this is like th- th- the mascara. Like yeah, I did see that. Yes, uh, Wonder Woman's birthplace, and this was this is what's going to introduce the new Wonder Woman, and we're gonna give her a series opposed to just giving her a movie because she already got like two movies already. Gail Godot is working on this. Also, like I guess he put her name as a, a producer on this, but as of right now, as, as far as we know, she is going to be recast, okay. and uh, this is going to uh, it's going to be a series that's going to be illustrating into into Wonder Woman. Now, to go back and answer your question about Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. the new Batman for the DCU is they, they got the Batman Brave and the Bold is what it's called, and this one is going to be bringing in Robin because out of all these movies. That we had a Batman, we uh, other than the, the, the Joe Bash, Joe Schumacher ones, we never got a Robin. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I heard you um, disagree earlier when he was talking about Robin. Yeah. Well, see. Okay. So this was going to be Damian Wayne. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Damian Wayne fan, like a lot of people are. I think Prime was a Damian Wayne fan. Are you Prime? So yeah, uh, Prime. I was asking you, uh, are you a big fan of Damian Wayne? Oh, of course, but Damien is my f- oh, Damien's my favorite. Uh, yes, uh, Damien is not my favorite Robin, but I do put him above Jason Todd. Like, obviously, I, I'm I'm OG because one of my favorite heroes is Nightwing. So my favorite Robin has always been Dick Grayson. I, mean, I like Nightwing. I don't. I mean, I like Nightwing. I don't like him as Robin. I like Damien is my favorite Robin. Yeah, I mean, okay. So the, the way it goes to me, it goes, not it goes Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, Damien, uh, Damien Wayne. Kathy Kelly and Jason Todd. I think Jason Todd's the worst, you know. But as Red Hood, he's dope. But as Robin, he was terrible. And Kathy Kelly is it, it was the girl Robin. And I am. I am. Is that Kathy Kelly, or are you talking about that announcer? No, I. I mean, well, it, it's it's I'm, it's something Kelly. I'm dead, you, you can look it up right now. It, it, that's the fourth Robin that uh, that it was. I wasn't a big fan of hers, but uh, I couldn't say it because. Uh, Dave was like a murderous tween. It's like you know, Batman gotta gotta uh, get this man back in uh, back in. It's a very strange father son story. But I will say this though: you don't fuck with Damien though. Not at all. You 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 when when it comes to the Robins, he's the he's the most ruthless. You you don't mess. You don't fuck with him. And he's been Talia Goose's mom. So he's been he's been trained by League of Assassins. Like, come on now, come on now. Then, then they talked about Booster Gold. Uh, uh, how do you feel about the name? How do I feel about the what? The name. You know what? I kind of don't like the name 
to be honest with you, because when I when I hear Batman Brave and the Bold, I think about that that, that crazy cartoon that they had. That that, that Saturday yeah, morning cartoon. Huh? Yeah. That's what I was saying. I was like, oh, they could have called it something else, but okay, cool. Yeah, like like, like, I, like every time I hear Brave and the Bold, I think of that Batman with the blue and the gray, and it's like you know that old school sixties Batman in, in the television show, and I I, I can't just. I can't shake that too much, especially when I when I have been accustomed to seeing a darker version of Batman. So, uh, also, HBO Max has another series, Booster Gold. I I like Booster Gold because Booster Gold is so fucking corny and he's such a loser. And I'm like, it's perfect. He don't need a movie. A TV series will be will be good. The only time we see Booster Gold live action was when he had that uh, episode in Smallville back during season nine i believe it was and i was like oh my god they, they, they did a booster gold thing in here so uh seeing uh, a booster gold thing by, by james gunn i think that would be great of as he described it imposter syndrome as superhero hey that's that sounds like it would be an entertaining show yes like that stuff is meant to be funny and meant to be corny and meant to be all that i will say like Cause I, I, you know, I'm just the authority talk. I think the authority and boost the goal is probably, honestly, because of what James is gonna show. Probably the ones I'm looking forward to the most because I don't know nothing about it. Oh, okay, that's a good, good way to you put it. You know what? I'm right. not even, I'm not even mad at that because I've seen this other stuff done. Uh huh. So it'd be nice to see something a, a fresh take on something, especially if it sounds like it might be interesting. Because boost the goal yeah, sounds like it'll be a piece yeah, what, we, we took piece from somebody we don't care about, and, and he made him into a name that we we all want to see in the DC like you. So, and you can do that with all these characters. I mean, yeah, I well, that. we got two new ones that we haven't really heard stories about because we got Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing a new Supergirl. This is going to be a movie like a, they said, a big science fiction movie. Uh, we will see the difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant, versus Supergirl. Raised on a rock, a chip off of Krypton, who watched everyone around her die, be killed in terrible ways for the first fourteen years of her life. That sounds horrendous. It, it do, <laughs> and then to come to Earth, she's much more hardcore and not the Supergirl we're used to. So, get, give me all clue right now. We not gonna be like this is gonna be Supergirl that Clark. Or, or Kal El, I was looking for you because you was out there lost, and I was just—I was supposed to be sent here to be your protector. Uh-uh. And like, she, no. she gonna be like, "You left me up there." Yes, <laughs> that would be kind of dope. Let's though. fight now. <laughs> now, when it came to that, uh, Supergirl was was a movie or series that that they, that they was doing Prime. I don't know if they're gonna still use that same actress mm. or not. But um, no, I, I think they do everything. As far as the show, I think we do that. I'm about to say because, but, but nobody has seen her in anything. So I'm just saying. So I'm like, who 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 knows? But I'm saying, but right now they, they haven't decided that yet. And then they are going to do a Swamp Thing movie. Swamp Thing had a, a TV series for a, a limited time. Was it back during the early days of HBO Max, something like that? Or and uh, I didn't see I didn't see it. But I heard it was all right. But this one's going to be more of its um, horror type thing and I mean Swamp uh, Thing is a thing it mm, would probably fit well with her heart it's going to close out the first part of the first chapter so that right there is just the immediate plan for the next two years going up into 2025 
there could be little things that's gonna be interjected into that. And like I said, it's gonna be more so of like we're just gonna get 2023 out the way. We'll give you the moves and get them out the way, and then we're gonna move on to this stuff, and it's gonna build the year. So then, you know, if they can get us, you know, into the new Superman, into the new Batman, into the new Wonder Woman, see see how things go. Because first of all, it's best to to say this now to see what the trial run is gonna be like, how the fans respond to this, how the diehards respond to this, what money is it gonna bring in? Like it's, it's a Superman movie, it's gonna bring in some. But like, is it gonna be game changer money to the point like, okay, people are really liking this direction. Let's go in. Let's, let's go in and do it that way. So, I'm cool. With it. Uh, final thoughts, uh, you guys, for this new slate of the DCU. Uh, Prime, start with you. Uh, I'm liking the stuff that they announced so far. A lot of bummer. Uh, and also, I like how they're giving people their solo movies first. So that phase two or whatever could lead to a Justice League or something. Yeah, uh, I'm, and I'm still interested to see like what other characters like. I don't, we don't, we don't always need the big characters, but I'm interested to see what they would do with like a cyborg or even somebody smaller than so. I don't say cyborg because I actually want to see that, but even somebody else like not as big, not as the main, you know people everybody talk about but that's still a big guy i'm yes. i'm confident james stone uh, james stone excuse me i'm confident james gunn is going to do a run on milestone oh, comics i think okay i think after you see how these first years go Ooh, i just thought it i think he's going to do a run on my on milestone comics which means that can bring in uh icon and rocket that can bring in hardware that can bring in static i think uh Bringing in those black heroes that a lot of people, not people not. If he bring in, if he bring in static off the bat, like, and it's one of his first four, uh, first ten years or whatever. Oh. Oh. Absolutely. I, like I said, I, I think he's, I think he was somebody Honestly, that would pull that trigger. Honestly, if I was him, I would be like, if I was him, I'd be like, uh, yeah, let's not only should we bring that show back, we should make it like, you know, we should bring it back, and then the guy that plays him in the show could be the same guy. Like, I don't know. I would bring back the show if I play him. Yeah, yeah. I'll boost up. Just like they brought the X Men, bring that status. I didn't care. Be be more yeah, new, no, be, uh, be more modern. Yes, but honestly, I didn't even think about this. I would. Do, we got to do something on Martian Manhunter. Oh, like I, I want to see how weird that would look in live action. Well, I mean, we did see Martian Manhunter in live action. Hey, like, for like a second. I mean. We, we we see him enough, and Martian Manhunter was you know put in Zack Snyder's movie, so you know he obviously thought highly of him, you know. Yeah. So and he put the black version of Martian Manhunter in there, so that, you know we never know. Because they probably put it, they probably put the black version because they probably want to waste the CGI for these <laughs> few scenes. You know? uh, so, no, what I'm saying is Martian Manhunter can morph into anything. He's a Martian. And if you look at yeah, some, that's, if, his, that's his regular person uh, look, though, right? The, the, the black guy. Well, well, in in the newer comics, yes. I mean, and so right now, yeah. if you look, at, if you look at for the past twenty years, we look at Martian Manhunter. He's been a black guy when he goes into human form. Yes. When he first started, he was, just, he was just a white guy, which in the other comic it was. It changed it around a little bit. <laughs> Nick Fury. And, 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 yeah, in a way. So. <laughs> All right, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Lacey, did you have any thoughts? Or you just you didn't say. It? I just want to know. I was waiting for the. I just want to know how long Dwayne Johnson held his middle finger at the phone <laughs> while James Bond was talking. <laughs> That's all I got. 
He said, how long to wait to hold that middle finger? You know, he, he, he put that joint out like this. Like, mm. He's probably, yeah, see, that thing, his finger got tired. Just yeah. <laughs> pissed at that man. There is, like I said, in the Elseworlds stories, that, that Black Adam can't come back. So we're we going to see we gonna see how that plays out. But that's the thing. I feel like he probably, I, they've been working on this for a long time. He probably explained that to him. There's going to be an Elseworlds, so you'll be a part of, like, the multiverse. But he was just like, that's not good enough. I want to be it. I want to be one of the people. No, he's not. Um, but no, I'm. I'm just. I'm curious. Sorry, just trying to like what Prime said. I want to see what he does with the people and the concepts that we haven't seen yet. Because mm-hmm. I mean, look, look at Peacemaker. Look how that took off. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious. I never really been big into DC anyway. So. Mm-hmm. All of this is kind of new to me, besides you know the the standard fare of the Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and yeah. their villains. Understandable. Okay, well, you I know you may not have been in DC, but I know something that you are into, and that is music. Because uh, we finally now going over to we finally got a casting for Michael Jackson in the new Michael movie, being directed by Antoine Fuqua, and they decided to go with. Michael Jackson's nephew Jafar Jackson to play him in the biopic. Now, we obviously got a lot of opinions about this, and I know Prime when he when he texted me and said, "Who the fuck is Jafar Jackson?" <laughs> How did you not? It's, All of Jermaine's kids have wild ass J names. They do. I would have just assumed he belonged to Jermaine. So, uh. As it says here in the Hollywood Reporter, uh, Michael Jackson's nephew, Jafar Jackson, will play him in the biopic about the singer's life. Alliancegate is behind the project titled Michael, which will be directed by Antoine Fuqua, who shared the news on Instagram. Uh, Graham King, a seasoned hand at biopics with the Oscar-winning Queen film Bohemian Rhapsody under his belt, is producing along with, uh, was it, John... Branca and John John McClain, who are the co-executors of the Michael Jackson estate. That's a lot of Johns. Yeah, John Logan, uh, who penned uh, who, who penned Gladiator and the Avi- and, and the Aviator, wrote the script. Gladiator was a good movie. I didn't see the Aviator though. Uh, so i'll read this last little thing according to lionsgate the film will address all aspects of jack jackson's life though it is unclear how it will address the many controversies involving the late music icon given that the biopic is being made in conjunction with the with his estate which has uh defended him against accusations of sexual abusing children those accusations were returned to the public disclose a disclosure thanks to the 2019 hbo documentary leaving neverland so i'll go around next and then we can make our point stuff like that then captain have responded and then also antoine responded as well so i'll start with you prime uh your thoughts uh, I gotta, I gotta see how he acts. I know they say he got his mannerisms and stuff, but I gotta see how he acts. Like you can't just, that's why it looked like him and then just not act like him. So we'll see. At all that you text me, and that's all you got to say. 
Yeah, for now. Wait till y'all go. I think of something else. Okay. okay. Lady le- le- Sketch. Does anybody know uh, how old Jafar is? 26 years old. 26. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you probably can guess why I'm asking. Like, okay. do you have any formed memories of Michael? That's my question. Okay. So. I see. I wasn't going. I'm saying so. What did you say. think I was going to say? No, that's what I thought. That's what I thought she was asking. Okay. Because if you, I would, um, if I had to play one of my aunties. Yeah. I've been around them for over three decades at this point I know them well yeah Michael Jackson died 2009 14 years ago now uh-huh. do you have any memory of him like being around him that 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 was my that's my first thought okay um kind of the same thoughts we had when we were like so who's going to direct it do you know him did you know him personally do you have a relationship yeah. with him kind of deal like a Spike Lee um I mean there's enough footage and stories and everything else that can come from family to work with i'm just curious to see how he uh does because um like me and you were talking about some people were excited to see o'shea play ice cube some people were skeptical yeah um until we found out that he made him go to acting class yeah so he would know how to properly you're not just doing an imitation of your dad you are acting so here's to seeing whether or not he's doing an imitation of his uncle Uh or if he's actually acting does this fight nepotism to y'all yeah prior uh definitely nepotism but we'll, we'll see like I'm just gonna say, if he beat out all those other people fans credit, and that's dope, but if they did all them people that thought, oh, we can't find nobody, but he looks like him, let's get him instead. That's kind of like... Yeah, you, know, really like. you know, I, I was watching... I, I was, whoa, I hear Echo over there. Uh, yeah, I was watching Michael Trapson's live stream uh, the other day when they announced this news. Because, you know, I, I, I like Michael Trapson, and then, you know, we all here in Philly. So, and he was just like, you know, I appreciate them telling having black people tell black stories mm-hmm. and I respect that because I, I can see why they would probably want a black director I can see why they would probably want you know us uh, uh, you know because you know there were a lot of people that weren't black that auditioned for this role I'm sure you know and I'm just like you know at the end of the day yes Michael looked terrible at the end and for a good chunk of this movie though at least half of it if we start and we think we start he gonna be black I mean yes. he's always black yeah. But he's going to look like a black man. Uh-huh. So what did you think was gonna happen? We're not doing another Nina Simone. Yeah. We're not doing it again. Especially now we're not, not We not, do that again. Now we're Antoine on the set. And the thing is when it came to Jafar Jackson, here's the thing. I didn't know much. Mm-hmm. He has like a little slight smile to me. I was like, in a way I can see little Michael. I definitely can see Jermaine in them also. Obviously. And then I went to go look up his music and his video, like got me singing. That's a nice video. It's a nice little chill little video. And it was uh it ain't like he got like, hey, we got like a thousand a thousand views on YouTube. Like you know, it's it's a video hit. It, you know, it's pretty decent. And uh I was like, he I, he has a nice he has a nice voice. Uh you know, say he dance better than his dad do. So uh I mean, if we're being fair, there weren't many of the Jacksons 
<laughs> that was out there cutting a the rug for real, for real. No Marlins. I said many of them. Okay. I didn't say none. <laughs> and uh, so he has like the, like, like the little kid smile stuff like that. I'm thinking like, okay, he can uh give the kid a shot. You know what I'm saying? Because I know sometimes people want to probably keep it in the family, and maybe I know there's some people that that had put out. Why couldn't it be B. Howard? Because people keep thinking B. Howard is Michael Jackson's son the first. Son anyway. uh, or how come it couldn't be um, Diana Ross's son? Evan Ross? Somebody put up Evan Ross. I was like, No, thank you. <laughs> I'll take your pass. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's also t- way too over this role. Uh huh. And he was. Okay. All right. Is Tracy Ellis Ross going to try to play Diana Ross in this movie? Y'all better call um, <laughs> That'd the be good. Holly Robinson Pete back. No, I'm good. I, I, I nah, can't take that. Nah, not, not, this, not this age. Not 2023. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, no. But this, okay. I I mean, I can see why people would say B. Howard because he does kind of look like uh yeah, You like him a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, But this is my thing. All right. How many years has nepotism been going the other way? Yeah. Let it ride. If he does a good job, he does a good job. I, I because at this point, I'm not gonna say the movie is DOA, but you're gonna have people who are gonna have harsh criticisms of it regardless. So I'm just going to it like I will have no expectations because I, you know as what? I've already said okay. with me and biopics, me personally and biopics, I don't I don't know what to expect. I'm. Can I challenge you for a minute? Sure you can. I think some of that is true. I think some of that is BS. Because here's the thing. we not. It's going to be hard for us to admit it. But look, we're going into a black biopic with the with one of our greatest superstars ever. Mm-hmm. There's naturally. See, as of right now, we don't want to be. We're on this podcast. We don't really want to say nothing negative because you know it could backlash on us or whatever the case it be. But I'm just saying, but I'm, I'm just gonna be real. I don't particularly care about that. I'm just saying, but to, to, to be, I, I, it's to me, it's not like I'm just see what happens. That's bull. As much as, especially as me and Prince talk about Michael Jackson, as much as we, we bring him up in a conversation and you, you come into the conversation, it this ain't a wait and see thing because it's like I told Prime this earlier when we was talking off air. This to me, I need this movie to clear his name. And when I say clear his name, I'm not talking about have a little black screen come talk about something. Michael didn't do it. I'm not talking about have <laughs> talk sorry. about something. You know, <laughs> Michael's innocent. I'm not. I'm not talking about clear his name like that. When I say clear his name, I'm talking about you need to show Michael Jackson the human being of what he was. Like I had told Prime earlier when we was talking uh, off air, I said, you know, miss me with that R. Kelly shit. Because I said this man told you who the fuck he was when he was doing it, when he got caught, and afterwards. Yeah. The man calls it the Pied Piper of R and B, and it said a lot of people don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm like the things that M- Michael has done in his career. I'm just like in his life. I'm like right now, I want it to be that they do a good job on the music. And also show who he was as a human being. And what I mean by that is you you got to show the highs and the lows of that. And it's like, can he bring that to the screen 
Be not because of what, if he looks like him, not because he can't dance or act like him. Can he do it because that's his uncle? Well, yeah, and that's, that's what, what I'm worried about. So this is what I'm. That's why I'm saying I'm going yeah. into this with no expectations. Yeah. Let me tell you why. I already told you previously when they talked about they found a director how I felt about musical biopics. Honestly, most biopics, period, but musical biopics especially, it seems to be difficult to get. Uh-huh. Like we we not batting a thousand here basically, but also I have nothing else to go off of. Um, with Jafar Jackson, uh-huh. like I have nothing to say. Oh, this this role that he did will tell me he he'll be great, um, and a, a great actor, or he is a renowned musical artist and I know he'll be a great singer mm. or uh, a great dancer. I don't have any expectations of any of those things. He got this job because he is his nephew. Yeah. Let's be straight. Okay? You're not making me believe that he sat out there in a room full of all the people who auditioned and when they said next, he came in and was just like, <laughs> I'm here to audition as Michael Jackson. No. He said, Dad, I want to play Uncle Mike. The end. Like, you're not making me believe that that other stuff happened. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say. So, I'm going into this already. When we discussed this before we knew who was playing him, I said, I don't have any expectations or low expectations because I'm not sure what's what's going to shake out of this. So, now knowing that, I'm like, okay, I'm going in. I want to go in and see what kind of job you want to do, but I'm not going in here like this is going to be the best musical biopic I've ever seen in my life. Uh. We all know there will be certain biases uh, that will arise if this movie is being done involving the estate, then even without knowing, you may write it or have as a producer but give your input that has a you know just a little hint of well, maybe not if we and i'm not saying they're going to sugarcoat it but there's really it's very difficult to get the full truth from one side of a story or like one perspective mm-hmm. and that's with anything whether the person is good bad or somewhere in the middle yeah. You, it's going to be hard if you are a person who really hates somebody. You're going to write the story that makes everybody else hate them as much as you do. If you really love somebody, you're going to write a story that makes them love uh, them as much as you do. Now, if you are an unbiased, in the middle, like middle of the road party, maybe I can get just the facts reported and then you can form your own opinion. Now, if you're a decent storyteller who may fall on either side of the fence, more, you know love or hate then you might be able to do that anyway but again just like when I said when we found out that Antoine Fuqua was going to be directing this there's nothing he's done that is making me go I just know he's going to be such a great storyteller in a biopic sense Yeah. besides like um, what was it Antoine Fisher uh-huh. which I haven't seen in 20 years to be like this is going to be a, a great movie um, by a great biopic movie mm-hmm. because there are other forces at work here. It's not just him. It's not he locked himself in the room. He's not Tyler Perry. He ain't locked himself in the room, write the script, shoot it, direct it, put a wig on, and play Catherine 
and, yes. <laughs> he's not doing that so there are other people who have to you have to take their input so I'm not going into this thinking oh this is going to be the best movie I've ever seen I'm not going into it thinking it's going to be the worst movie I've ever seen I just want to see what how it's going to shake out and I think unfortunately with a lot of people they're not going into it with even that mindset they're going yeah. into it with either you think Michael Jackson did something or you think he didn't that's and that and you you go on this and you're going to see whether or not they're going to talk about it and how they're going to talk about it. Which is sad. Yes, but I, if we're being completely frank here, yeah, that's what we get. When we, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I want I went to the Whitney Houston movie to see if they talked about the drugs, and I was disappointed because they did not. So I mean, I wanted to see if they was going to yeah. really address her and Robin. Did they, Prime? What you She said, "Did they really address in the in the Whitney Houston movie? Did they really address the her and Robin?" Oh, but not. It was like the first few minutes. I know she was in it. Because because here's the thing: when I watched the double toast review about, uh, they said that they addressed the Robin situation. And but see, but it also it also depends on look. This ain't no disrespect to you, Prime. It all depends on how people watch a movie too. Yeah, you know, say like like like, like Prime just he he has openly said that if he go on something, there's something that he don't care about, he don't pay attention to it. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, I'm gonna just say I don't if, if I don't care about, it, I don't go. Period. So I <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, it's like I, I'll be honest, when I watched the Elvis movie, I was like, are they going to address, you know? The uh the whole thing about the reason why uh Elvis has a South Asian African American community are they going to address that you know what I'm saying which I said I thought they did and they didn't at the same time mm-hmm. uh same thing with the Whitney thing it's like are, are we going to just address her as I didn't go I didn't see the movie so I can't really talk on it but are they going to address her as a human being are they going to address when I say that she was a an icon and she has some flaws also you know like. Drugs. I mean, this movie, in this movie, you would have thought huh. she never did drugs. In this movie, like I, I, I can't really hear you. Say it again. Say in this movie, you would have thought she never did drugs. She, she hit the ball once, according to this movie. That's all. And see, this is see the, that that's a problem. You know, yeah. That, but see, I, and I've also heard people talk about autobiographies in this way or memoirs. Yeah. You can read a memoir, and from the first chapter or two, you can tell what you're getting. Are you getting this person? Undressing in front of you and telling you who they really are mm-hmm. and their not necessarily their innermost thoughts, but being raw with you. Uh-huh. Or are you getting this person writing as their persona? Fair. I heard that critique of Will. Uh huh. Where it was like he gave some you know little anecdotes about his life, but he was still very much writing this as Will Smith, like. The Fresh Prince, the blockbuster movie actor Will Smith. Yeah, but it also depends on what you're looking for. But but that's what I'm saying because if you that's why I, that's why I said if you go into something with no expectations, if I just open a Will Smith book to see like okay, so what's this about? Yeah. You can tell from the tone, uh, just like you can tell from the way a movie is written and who wrote it and who was involved, whether or not they are a person who they wrote this because they admire this person and they just wanted to try and tell their story or there's somebody who was trying to tear this person down or if you're the person yourself 
and you're telling your story and you're in control of what the narrative is you want to tell us what you want us to know Jada Jackson yeah so it's the honestly unless the person themselves is here and they're willing to lay it all out it's you're going to get you're not going to get a fully encompassed mm. you got to get a really great filmmaker to do that to like humanize somebody that people put up on a pedestal yeah um, and I did not expect that from the Whitney movie because any and everything that has ever been tied to her estate since she died has not done that she has just been a check yeah. They might as well have a checkbook with Whitney's face on it. And that's that, that that's very sad. That's very sad as well. Uh the, um who who's uh this guy King. Uh he wrote I guess who 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 was doing who was in charge of trying to get this stuff together. He said, I met Jafar over two years ago and I was blown away by the way he organically personified the spirit and personality of Michael, said King. It was uh, something so powerful that even after conducting a worldwide search, it was clear that he is the only person to take on this role. I am beyond thrilled that he has come on board to portray his uncle and cannot wait for the world to see him on the big screen as Michael Jackson. Captain Jackson says, Jafar embodies my son. It's so wonderful to see him carry on the Jackson legacy of entertainers and performers, said Catherine Jackson, mother of Michael Jackson. Jafar Jackson is the son of Michael's brother, Jermaine Jackson, and is, uh, oh, talk about his, his single and stuff like that. Uh, Antoine Fuqua, uh, posted, uh, a thing of, uh, him on Instagram in his uncle's whole getup as he's practicing in the studio, you know, just in the black and white as, as he's, uh, getting ready for it I'm I, I, I can't I wish I could go here and be like you and Prime and say my expectations are low it's Michael Jackson my expectations are not low yeah I mean yeah and that's and it, it's it, not going to be the same for everybody yeah it's not going to be the same uh, I'm going and, 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 and I think sometimes you, you, you can say it to like you know protect yourself I'm I'm not going in here with low expectations. I'm actually going no no matter how much I drop them. As soon as the music starts, as soon as I see them on screen, they're going to jump back up because if I'm a fan, and I'm like, I, you gotta get this music right, you gotta get these dance steps right, you gotta get the personality right, and I just want to know your story as a human being. Cause I've read damn near all the books, so I'm just saying I I, I want to know your story as a human being. If Prime sit there says my expectations are low, I'll just wait and see. But he want to come back and critique all the you know, high come his shoe wasn't tied this performance because that's the <laughs> shit that he do. I'm just like, yo, man, don't 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 lie to yourself. It's like we in here and we want to see this story done right. I'm not saying I don't want to see the yeah. story done right. Well, the only reason why I'm saying I not have low expectations just like because it's like the movie is not for it's not for me. It's for casual people. I don't. I, I, I disagree with that. No, I think I think that's correct. You, you so see? so so. You mean to tell me this MJ movie is for just the MJ fans and the, the diehard MJ fans? I think I think yeah. that this is this is not a fan service movie. I don't think I don't it will be think a fan so. service yeah. movie. I think it will be a fan a movie that is geared more towards people who. Because nobody is not, unless you hate him, yeah. I don't think anybody's not a cas- at least a casual fan of mm. Michael Jackson. So I think this movie is going to be more for the masses. It's not going to be like a, 
we're going to be going deep in the vault and doing all this different stuff that only people who are deeply invested in his career would know. I think we will get some sur- uh, a lot of surface level. I think we may get some, you know, a, a bit of a deeper dive. Oh. I think we'll get a lot of surface level stuff. Because, again, just like when we talked about who was like who's going to be the director, I feel like if you wanted the deep dive, then you would have waited for Spike. Fair. Okay, or you want to wait it for somebody who you know would do that type of, um, they would do their research, or who knew him personally, or you've seen him do a project of this caliber before about this person, mm. or in the same vein. Yeah. Okay. If I wanted a deep dive, if I wanted the three-hour like masterpiece of a film. Yeah. If I wanted my uh my Malcolm X. About mm. Michael Jackson, I would have waited for Spike Lee. That's okay. just my personal opinion. No, okay. When you explain it like that, I can understand what you're probably saying. So if I'll end it like this: if this movie is meant for the casual people, you gotta clear his name then. I listen. I'm gonna be messy boots. I just want to see the old girl who gave up the brother cousin. Did she? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did she make a valid contribution? That's some shit. Messy boots. Sus. That's some shit. <laughs> that's some that 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 that's some shit. See, that's how you end the segment. Yeah. Well, ain't much we can top on that one because uh, we're gonna just go over to the news. Uh, more news that we got that, that dropped today because your problem was just like, man, what what what's what the hell's going on for the day? And that is. That no, no, first of all, first of all, lady sketch. I texted him. I was like, "Yo, Bad Boys Four is uh, is official." So he was like, "Send me a link." I'm like, "Yeah, that's bad. You don't you don't think I'm telling the truth about Bad Boys?" Like, yeah. Bro, because you you be tr- look. There are times you be serious, and every time you be trolling. Bad Boys Four. I would not troll about Bad Boys Four for no reason. It, you, there was a point where you wouldn't troll about wrestling. Unless there was Vince, I'm just like, oh, here, 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 here he go, and then but or if it's if a it, movie I like, that's different, like you know, and, like. and then if also if there's like news that that is coming, like you told me the whole time, like I got news coming at six. That wasn't about no rest. That wasn't about nothing. You just felt like <laughs> you just felt like fucking with me. You, that was because I mean, we was talking about the movie. We was talking about the the Michael Jackson info. That was like we got news dropping tomorrow, and then when tomorrow came, they didn't drop it. And I was like, oh sorry, we're gonna wait till the next day. So I did I did the same thing. Yeah, so exactly. So I was like, I'm sitting thinking like, hey yo, it's like six forty. What the fuck going on? You talking about so, you know, like come we he fucking with me. I'm just like, all right. So I'm just like, you would fuck with me on Bad Boys Four. You, you you will f- so I was like yo, if you ain't setting the link, I ain't believe none of that shit. He's like I would I wouldn't do that to you, nigga. Stop lying. Excuse me, I used the N word on the show. Not for, not for, not for like, not for actual movies like that. Like if it was like a stupid movie, like like Fast Ten, no, like National like Security it. or something. Oh, <laughs> like I'm, like if I'm like oh they're making a Blue Street Two or whatever, then I, 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 <laughs> not a Blue Street Two. All right, because you could have picked anything else. But I'm not gonna be like, yo, they, <laughs> yo, they got wild, wild western and western. I don't, <laughs> like, not, I don't care about that. Well, lady sketch, it was announced, and I think I, I showed you the video yes. that uh, Wilson Lamar Lawrence announced today 
the fourth Bad Boys movie, which they also teased themselves like, damn, we probably should have called the third one was Full Life. Thank you, because I was like, I'm so glad that they acknowledged how stupid that was. Yeah. If you well, knew it was going to be a fourth they, one. They didn't know. They didn't know that they were going to have a fourth one so soon. They didn't know the success of it was going to be that much. I can it don't matter if you knew it was going to be a fourth one or not. Nobody says, you know what we're going to do for the third movie? We're yeah. going to put a four in it. No, but no, to be fair. going to be the last ride. No, no, to, to be fair, how many... Like, sit here and think. How many third movies are good? I, I ain't talking about best, great. I'm, just, I'm, I'm talking about just, just actions, just good. No, I, I agree. Not yeah. many. So... Bad Boys Three end up being the best Bad Boys movie out of both of them, out of, out of all three of them. Here's yeah. the thing, though. This, this, this is my. I'm not saying that uh, they wrong for you know who's is thinking that the third movie is going to be great. But who puts a four, a physical number four, in the third movie? But, title? but, but they did put a physical number four. It was just four life. F O. It's it's look. I'm just saying, and today, if if there if there have no been no third movies out of, out of trilogies that have been decent to the point which is like, all right, this is gonna be the last one. They ain't gonna pay for another one. That thing ended up being so good. They said we gotta do a fourth one, and now it's like four. Like it's like this. I and this say, is the quickest. This this probably this is the quickest that they got it out. Cause like, yeah. I think from Bad Boys one. To that was two was like eight years. Yeah, it was eight years. It's it's like this. I can only think of two trilogies where the third movie can arguably be the best movie out the series. You know the two? What's that? Huh? What's that? Because I what one is it? Indiana Jones. Oh, I haven't. Able to verify that. And Toy Story. Okay. Okay. Those are only. Those are only. Ones I could think of, unless you want to call it like the Avengers, you know, but that's that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's some kind of different. different. But if uh, you, I mean, I, I, I people sleep on a third rush hour. They sleep on it, but they the best out the series. I'm saying, no, but it's not. what? I'm sorry. He said rush hour. Okay. People sleep on rush hour. The uh, the thing is, when it comes to uh, like tr- tr- like people can make argument that Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade is the best Indiana Jones movie, and that's the third one. That's what him and uh. Um, it's foreign to me right now. I don't know none of these uh, words talking about. <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't watch Indiana Jones? I've got, I'm going to start watching it for the for the fifth one come out. But oh, right now, that's what you talk about. Like okay, I, said, I, yeah. I can't verify. That okay, but you. then Toy Story three is arguably the best Toy Story, even though it's the most deep and saddest think, Toy Story. I think all of them are equally like can be a standalone. The, yeah, they're all equally good. But when it comes to like, if people had to pick like some of the best at the series. Sometimes people go to three, but it's very rare that a trilogy or that third movie can even hold up to the first two. You know what I'm saying? So when when Bad Boys did that, they said, "Well, shit, we got to come up with we got to come up with a fourth one." And he's like, "Oh shit, we already used that four like because we thought it was gonna be the last one." So I, I you. listen, I was just I saying, think it's gonna be Bad Boys forever. Forever yeah. might make sense. I just um, I'm just I was just saying I'm glad they acknowledged mm. that. For life, we want to now. We on the fourth movie. It's giving Fast and Furious energy, okay? Yeah. When they just started running out of stuff, we was Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious Two, Faster and Furious Sir. Like we was just yeah. we doing whatever. Oh, we got a Fast and Furious trailer coming out on the tenth. I'm gonna take a hard pass. I'm gonna watch it. We got to talk about it. You gotta watch yeah. it. Uh, so 
Bad Boys for Life made uh, $426.5 million at the worldwide box office. Right, That was the last blockbuster before the pandemic. Damn. And now... That's a lot of money. And that's not even a superhero movie. See what I'm saying? That's a lot of money. And this, in this day and age, when it's not even a superhero movie... movie that's, that, that, that's a lot of money. Like Movies like that be like, alright, they, 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 they broke 100-something million. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but this thing broke almost half a billion just for bad boys. So the point is, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, we got to do another one. So yeah. I enjoy Will Smith go- going to Martin's house or wherever Martin was staying at and was just like, and announced it together. I thought that was cool because yeah, it, it shows their, like, their actual friendship, you know, that they had. And I do want Will Smith to, to sit Martin down and be like, you are somebody. <laughs> Because I am so tired of humble Martin. It is it's <laughs> that's so wild to say. It is what I'm just saying, but it's to the point I'm not saying you have to be ignorant no, everybody hated Martin back in the late nineties. I'm talking about be Martin that that, that, that he knows because Pride warned me about this and and I, I didn't believe it until I saw it. When when me and her just seen the reunion special. The Martin reunion oh, special. <laughs> We just seen a reunion special. <laughs> and I was just like, Martin gave the most half ass it's all about us answers. He definitely for did. all he his like, questions. Everybody, you know, everybody contributed. It was it was a team effort. And it's like, it's cool. I get that. Yeah. But it was called Martin. Yeah. <laughs> like, and even it was your show. Even Tisha and, and, and Tanisha they, they kept trying to pull it out of him and be like, yo, Shanae was you. Okay, yeah. stop giving these people credit. It was you. Yes. What did you bring to the character? It's sorry if you had to say, "Yo, I was thinking about this this one John that was in the in the bar in the club, and I was just you know thinking like this ghetto girl, like whatever he was trying to say, like yeah. be, like he was like, oh, so many people who who contributed and wrote it. Yeah. Some of it was off the cuff, but a lot. No, nah, bro, Mark. did you you mean to tell me there was folks in the back? Yeah, who was just like Bob from marketing. This is what you're going to do. Exactly. Like, come on, bro. And I'm just like, you know, and he was just being so uncomfortably humble. He was just sitting in the back letting everybody talk. You know, so he was waiting his turn and shit. I was like, come on, Martin. You know what I'm saying? I, even, even when we, we saw that episode of The Shop, when it had him oh, and yes. Will and CeCe Sebastian on, 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 on there, and then Will's talking and everything like that, and they might just try and get Martin in there. He, and when he said stuff, they was laughing, but then he was like, I just go back. He was just quiet. He just, I was just like, but bruh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was not just the only successful black show back then. Martin was too. Yeah. You People may even argue that Martin was better, depending yeah. on who you talking depending to. Depending on who you talking to. And I, I'm saying... Y'all had Martin and Gina are cultural icons, you know. And you and Will Smith have done y'all are probably one of the best known buddy cop patterns since Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Yeah. Y'all beat out Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Y'all beat out Eddie Murphy and uh. For what? Huh? Beat out Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker for what? Like being like the best buddy cop duo. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I want to see Rush Hour 4. No, I'm saying, I want to see the Rush Hour 4. I'm saying like that. But I'm just saying, when it comes to iconic, like if if somebody said, name me a buddy cop uh, duo from all time in pop culture, 
nine times out of ten, the first one they're going to say is Danny Glover and Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. And then Word. after Word. that, whoa, yeah, it depends on it depends because that, that's not the one that comes to my head. But I feel you. I say Eddie Murphy and a uh, Homeboy for Forty Eight Hours. Honestly, that was the first one to come to my head, but that's not. I'm just saying. My mine wouldn't be lethal weapon. I, I said yours would be. I said, but not, I said a good majority of people when they hear about that will be lethal weapon, then it will be Martin and Will Smith. Rush and hour. you you put Rush Hour over Martin. It depends on who you're talking to. Who person you're talking to? Yeah, yeah it depends you, on who you're talking to. These, but are, I, these are different yeah. generations that you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I'm just saying, like, if you was actually your mama, okay? Or or she you was actually like, what's a what's a buddy cop movie like? But I was saying all that to say is that Will didn't do that by himself. Yeah. Martin and Will have a genuine friendship that this ain't we just paired two actors together and it was just like, okay, this works. They have a, gen, a genuine chemistry and even like I said, because it, it's because of them they made that third movie work. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I just want Martin to know that he's appreciated in the community <laughs> to, to the point that he deserves to smell his flowers while he's here yeah I mean no. look he had a he had a rough go of it after the, the show not even yeah. after the show while the show was on the air and right after it was rough okay yeah. you know certain experiences will make you reflect on how you behaved and the way you carried yourself yeah. they could change you I mean you know that's, and, and I think I, that's where we at right now and, and I'm curious to see how it's going to to you know to do because I I know they had that new team of cops I forgot what they what they call the new team of cops you know the four of them like Vanessa Hudgens yeah yeah uh in uh the third one I, I forgot what they was called because Martin had to call them in at the end but obviously it's going to still be focused around them and how are they gonna get him out of retirement remember he's in retirement retired, yeah. he only came back to save Will's life because you know because you, I said you you know you fucked a witch it's gonna have to be. <laughs> It had to be like they went and came after his his family or something, you know. Yeah, it was, it was the so, same. Uh, the same deal. And honestly, you know, it's, gonna be, it, it's gonna be one of them things where everybody, everybody heard. You know, nobody don't know how to do it, or he go off the grid. He like, yeah, it's only one person. I feel like, I feel like the whole movie is gonna be Will and like these other cops, and then like just kind of like, like it was in this one. And then he like, bro, y'all ain't doing the job. Why? Well, right, I gotta call this man out of retirement, and then that's when we get more. Yeah. It, it, it gotta be real. So I'm curious to see how they're gonna do that. Uh, it, it's showing the numbers here. The original Bad Boys earned uh, uh, 141 million worldwide, and the second one earned 273 million worldwide. Look how the third one just dominated both the movies. Yeah, I don't, that's that's funny actually. It, it did. It, it made more than both those two movies combined. When they first yeah. started coming out, yeah, like Will Smith was Will Smith. Smith exactly. And Martin was Martin. I mean, of course, Will was the bigger action star, but at that time, I'm saying like action. Yeah, I'm saying like you know, Martin was the first of all, Will was the action, but Martin was the comedy. He hosted Def Comedy Jam, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And the That's Martin's, a totally different person. Yeah. If you look yeah. at the Martin, yeah. from the '90s. To the Martin of now, that, oh, that's, oh I'll be like, that's not the same man. That man from the night is dead. Invasion of, was... of the body snatchers. So I, I'm actually excited for it. I want to see how they do it. And honestly, if this is if this is like the finale, I think it should be. Call Gabriel Union and Jessica Alba back. Please don't kill nobody. <laughs> Just don't kill nobody. I'm about to say because if I'm about to say it, it'd be good to, to, to wrap up everything and, and bring in the 
the little spinoff with uh, Jessica Alba and Gabrielle Union and his sister and bring them back because and you know just like this hey it, it'll be like us five it'll be like you know the bad girls and the bad boys with, with, with the little side team and we better go do some crazy shit <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying so I mean, I'm for that just let this be the last one don't don't run it don't run it no more uh, yeah, I feel you uh, so actually that's perfect because that, that's where we wasted to our, our final two topics here mm-hmm. I just want to get this out of the way first because right now I'm going to be doing movie experiences right here on the podcast mm-hmm. I'm not going to be recording the face to face no more because they don't be doing that well but I, we talk about it on the podcast I think you know that's pretty good it's a movie experience uh, section I need to talk to Prime about House Party I, I'm genuinely curious about what happened in House Party. So, House Party, for those who don't know, was this uh, kind of soft reboot to the House Party series for that came out in 1990 with Kid and Play, which was a cult classic, you know, especially for us. This has to be a soft reboot mm. because there ain't no House Parties. People not having House Parties like that. No well, hold on. Prime said they call them what? Not kickbacks? Yes, but it's still not. A, it's not the same thing. Like yeah, not the so, same yeah. energy. Now, Brian got you to see the movie. I didn't get you to see the movie, and this is a LeBron James because Le- LeBron has showed me that this man loved the old school stuff. He loved some nostalgia. He yeah. loved back when he had that flip phone. Yes. <laughs> And, and the uh, what was it that they used to do? They used to drive me nuts. The headband with the hat on. Oh yeah, the Murphy Lee. Oh, yes. So, please. yeah. Don't uh, bring that back. He 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 was really into all this, so he decided that we're going to we're going to reboot House Party. That's wild. So, Prime, can you please tell me how? Like, walk me through House Party. I don't care about spoilers. Guys, spoiler alert, okay? Because I'm not going to sit here and actually have Prime sit here and try to, uh, you know, you know, try to disguise right. this and stuff. So, uh, I'll be honest, though. As a modern classic movie with a 90s feel, it does good at first. It does good. Like, all the way up until, like, the last 25 minutes, it does great. Like, it's a good movie. It does have the, the style of new comedy and old comedy, so sometimes it hits, sometimes it don't. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, it's about uh, Damon or Damon and uh, Kevin. I don't know the other Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, I don't even know his name is. He don't spend that much time with his name. But anyway, um, <laughs> his dad and his mom, his dad Bill Bellamy and his mom, the Yellow Power Ranger, are, are moving. And, <laughs> Tired, y'all. I'm just saying. For those of the, I mean, the Power Ranger, Lord Jesus. We we, we had yeah, a lot of black yellow Power Rangers. They're uh, they're selling, they're selling the house. So like, basically, he has to move. He has to put his girl to take his daughter to day daycare, and he has to pay for her, her uh, something else. So that's that's what he's doing. So he's like, All right, I'm gonna have the money tonight. We having a party tonight, and that's good. Here comes the quote, the quote unquote full force of the movie, the three bullies or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh They come out and they like, yo, y'all off the party. And they're like, well, why? We paid our money. We, you know, we're supposed to get our money. What's up? Y'all off the party because Damon cheated on my sister and stole her chain. <laughs> D-Boulder? <laughs> what in the world? Basically. 
so you know he goes he's like but tomorrow like you got us kicked off this you know money you got you're breaking up the... you're breaking up pride we can't hear what you're saying we know hello hear me now? okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 i don't know if you going away from the mic or whatever case was but yeah now, now we can hear you okay so he was like he was like, I ain't steal her chain any line. And uh, he was like, whatever. We'll find money another way. So, you know, their actual job, they clean houses. Clean a whole house. Mm-hmm. And uh, this particular house they in is uh, not like other houses. Like somebody famous lived here or something. He was like, I don't know. So they don't know who lives in the house. They don't know. Then... um. Their manager called. She was like, "Yeah, y'all fire you. We caught y'all smoking on the cameras from last week, so we're gonna let y'all finish out today, but y'all fired." Damn. And of course, <laughs> of course, the one that got no fire is the same one that stole the chain. So he's just messing up right now. So now, Kevin don't got no money to pay for the the, the house for the child and nothing. He don't got no money. Here we go. Since Kevin, since the, since they fired, they like, well, we might as well just snoop around the house to see who house this is. And uh, he goes, he put on, he, bro, he takes LeBron's suit from the draft and oh. puts it on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, bro, this dude got stuff from all over, bro. And he was like, bro, this dude most like LeBron. Bro, this dude, why is he doing around LeBron so hard, bro? LeBron didn't even know that. He's like, he just, he just seen this, all this stuff. And then he goes into the trophy room. And then he's like, you know, MVP, humanitarian of the year, all these rings and stuff. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God. So then he finds out. They go back. And uh, <laughs> obviously they, they clean the house. So they're cleaning it. Yeah. And uh, and Kevin, the Kevin is the other guy. Kevin is like, I need to get this. He has like a bunch of like oranges and like sodas and stuff in his hand. Dude just comes in, just smacks it against the wall. All the stuff just go against the wall. He was like, bro, what you doing? He was like, bro, this is LeBron's house. LeBron who? LeBron James. Who says LeBron who? How many people you don't <laughs> name LeBron? That's what he said. He's like, how many people you don't name LeBron? He was like, bro, I don't know, bro. So, obviously, it's this uh this guy. And uh, yeah, it's just like, bro, how many people do they know named LeBron? I don't know. But anyways, that's what they do. And then, it kind of starts trying to get the idea. We're going to throw a party gonna do this gonna do that so they throw the party yeah. to, to to make money for him to save their house yes and his daughter to go to uh daycare okay or not daycare like she got she got a fancy like preschool or whatever okay yeah so they so they do all that prices to go to daycare so i get it <laughs> yeah so they, they they do all that and then <laughs> So, in the beginning, they call Kevin's girlfriend, and they call her because she's the one that she works with them. She's the one that like kind of fired them. Yeah. Cause she she is in charge of the house, so she the ones that get the keys. So it's like, can you bring us the keys back again? Cause they gotta turn it in at the end of the day, or whatever. So like, can yeah. you bring us the keys back? They get the keys, and then they're like, all right, you know, what's up? Then that's when it happens. Uh, this when the movie falls off the rails. No, 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 no. This, this is still like 20, 20 something odd minutes in. Uh, 
still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can, can, can you yeah, hear okay. us? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're good. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So then he's like, uh, go get some groceries and go get some stuff. And they go get groceries. He takes LeBron's green Lambo. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> goes to get groceries. To the shop. <laughs> exactly. 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 He's like, yo, follow me. We having a party. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me. Follow me. And then you got Ha Ha Davis outside selling shirts oh, of the grocery store. <laughs> I ten by ten. <laughs> Get forty, you gonna have a, a shorty or something. Like he's just saying all oh, this random stuff. Like, okay. Lord, Jesus, uh, <laughs> but anyways, they got all these people. They find LeBron's contact list. And the way that they do it, it's like, hi, I'm Damon. I'm, uh, you know, doing a party for LeBron. It's a surprise party, so we're not telling him. But when he comes, we want all y'all to be here so that he can come and celebrate this monumentous occasion. That's how they That's how they play it off. Okay. okay. Not bad. Yeah, because so, I was wondering. I was like, how are y'all going to finesse yeah. this? Okay. Yeah. They hired security, by the way. Security, honestly, security was good up until a certain point. But they hired security. Uh, to to make sure everything okay, they hired DJ. The DJ's DJ Youngfly, and uh, oh, well, it's DJ something, but his name is DC Youngfly. And oh. his thing is when he gets drunk or when he gets, uh, he thinks he's a time traveler. What? So, <laughs> this he thinks where, he's, this where so we <laughs> jump the shark at. I'm guessing. No, not even. I, really? I was like, this is stupid. I was like, this is stupid, but I can take it because, like, basically every time he gets, he gets. He, he plays unnecessary. They show flashbacks. Like he was at like a all uh, white party, and he was playing like an F Donald Trump song. And he was at like a uh, <laughs> he was at a forty five annual bash uh, playing that song. He was at a baby shower and playing a uh, pony, and he was dancing. Like he just he just plays unnecessary music when he gets drunk. Okay, so, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. Anyways, 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 the party's going well. Everybody's here, you know. We got a uh, little Wayne, we got Odell Beckham. Oh, he was his cameo was one of the stupidest. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was like, I want to go dance. The coach was like, No, you can't go dance. Then he falls, slips and falls, and disappears into like a hole in the ground. Odell Beckham, Don't. yes, what the hell? And then little Wayne pulled a, a rush out. He's like, Well, you know, he did. <laughs> he just walked off, <laughs> okay, random. Uh, Kid Cuddy in this movie, Kid Kid Cuddy, name should have been in the credits. But it's not. That's how much he's in this movie. That's how much he's in this movie. I don't know. That's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Cause he he starts off. It was like, oh, thank you, Kid Cuddy, for coming. I like your songs. I don't like Day and Night. I like uh uh. He's like, mm-hmm. what is it? He's like, I like uh. And then he was he told him. He's like, yeah, that's cool. He's like, okay. I feel like kid could have trying to be Princeton. He's like, I need you to get this to LeBron, but you can't read it. Only LeBron can read it. So make sure he gets it. Make sure he reads it. He was like, okay. And then he was like, yeah, yeah. And you know how like at a party where you like you kind of you agree that the conversation is over, so y'all just walk away. Kid could have was following behind this man every like two steps. He was like, he just kept following this guy. And then we get Walter Jones, the Black Ranger, in this scene. What the hell? He is like when he told me he was. I was like, "What? 
<laughs> he's in it taking pictures like all the girls like oh my god it's the black power ranger oh my god and then uh he's taking pictures of all the girls he's like yeah huh, huh, doing all the karate stuff and then the guy was like can i get a picture like nah man i'm trying to take a picture of these women man leave me alone and they just went to talk to some of the girls i'm like that's funny that's actually very funny um but you know they just had the party party's kind of just happening uh and then the bullies come looking for the mom because of obviously how he treated their sister anyways long story short they beat him up they take his chain because he did steal his sister's chain okay. he did steal that he actually stole the chain so they beat him up it's like oh you actually did steal it oh uh, then they, they beat him up badly like beat him up like all that um, all that stuff beat him up bad and he was just knocked out and supporting uh he has a crush on Maya I actually read it right here that he has a crush on Maya. Yes, uh, he has a crush on Maya, and and Maya shows up like a Maya shows up like you know it's one of one of the movies where they open the eyes and it's blurry and they be like, "Hello, are you okay?" That's how she was. She was like, "Are you okay?" And it was Maya. He was like, "Am I dreaming?" I'm like, nah, it's me. It's Maya. Maya. <laughs> I don't know, but she okay. Was. So I'm reading it right here. LeBron returns home early. We who? Who knew that was going to happen? Okay. Yeah. What happens? Yeah. Well, okay, I got, it's like two things right before this, but okay. I'm going to just, I'm going to speed up. Because I was getting to the part where they, the, the bullies went in his trophy room and stole his Cleveland ring. Oh, wow. And okay, they didn't just steal it. I think I saw a preview of that part. Yeah. It uh-huh. wasn't just sneaky, though. Like, usually if you're going to steal a ring from LeBron, you're going to, like, want to lift up the glass and want to take it out. They just bust the glass and just bust all the glass in the trophy room. It's like, well, uh, we're going to steal it. So, they stole the ring. <laughs> and Kid Cuddy overhears them talking about the ring getting stolen. And then he was like, okay, well, I am in the Illuminati. And we have replicas of all the championship rings. We just have to go and get it. And this is the scene I was talking about when I was telling you, uh, Carl... Payne was in it. Uh huh. In his whole scene, he's just in the back. Yeah, Cole. We say he's he's just in the back. Like he don't have no lines. He not talking to nobody. He's not even in the prominent camera. I just know that. I just know what it looked like. And he was he was in the earlier scene. It, it close. He close. He was like he was pointing like, I'm in. I'm getting in the door, right? I, you know, you got me, right? I'm getting. In, I'm getting in this party. And he's just in the background of the scene. It's so weird, but. Yeah, so like they go to he's know. actually listed in here as cameo. Like I look at the cameos in this movie, yes. and he's in here. Right. Yes, yes. But uh, they have uh, they go to look to the Illuminati uh, uh, mm. sanctuary, and he's like, Kid Cut is like, all right, follow my lead. So they follow the lead. You know, they go steal the ring. They create a distraction, and uh, <laughs> they hand him a cup. He's like. Oh, you got a drink? He's like, oh, so what is this wine? He's like, no, it's blood, but you got to drink it. Made them, made them think that we're, you know, we're a part of them. And then they're leaving, and uh, he sees Kid and Play. So they try to say Kid and Play is the Illuminati. I don't know. But it was funny. So Kid and Play are just literally just sitting there, like like they're worshiping the Illuminati God or whatever. And this is when it's off, it's off the rails at this point. When they go to Illuminati, it's off the rails. I'm about to say, I feel like we, yes. we, lo- we got lost. Yes. A little bit ago. Yes, yes, uh, we did. But this is when we did. But I was like, okay, I can take it. This was like, all right, like, okay. So yes, they're in the Illuminati, and kid, kid, play, kid sneezes, and 
uh, one of the demon says, "Oh man, God bless you." And then y'all look at him like he just said the worst thing ever because they they looking at it. So then they're like, "All right, we got intruders." And then this is the part they they put him in a fight to the death, but it's like an actual like the dude's like giving them their weapons. They get like a, a wrench and like a hammer, and he gives them the weapon. Somebody chops his head off. Okay. So random guy, guy giving them the directions. I don't know, randomly, right? So then they got a fight to live, and this is the this is the just stupid. It's like a, a live action. It's like Kid Cutter was like, if I'm in this movie, I got to have a live action fight scene. Kid Cutter comes to save him. What? He doing karate kicks and I don't like. Do you remember the scene from Winter Soldier? I mean, from yeah, from no, not Winter Soldier. Sorry, from Civil War when Bucky is fighting. uh T'Challa in their in their regular clothes. Yeah. This is what the fight scene was like. He just kicking legs, legs, kick, <laughs> kick, 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 roundhouse. I'm like, bro, really, kid, Cuddy? And then the dude is going to stab Kid Cuddy in the chest, and they like, we got to do something. So they before the guy kills him, they try to stab him, but it was too late. The guy stabs Kid Cuddy and kills Kid Cuddy. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. And then Kid Cuddy's like. Now nah, that's all right. I'm gonna come back. I'm an Illuminati. I'm actually the ninth kid, Cuddy. So then he dies to come back, and his hair changes colors. So his he died. His hair was red. He came back. It was like uh, gold or something, green. Anyways, yes, that whole thing was unnecessary, unnecessary. Anyway, anyway, they did have a dance scene though. It was the the two <laughs> kids played the two main characters. Let me stop you. Cause how we just roll from that to they had a dance scene though. They did. They did. What? It was, it was, was this after the Illuminati this, this stuff? After all this, was this before? The dance scene was before, but then there was another another dance scene after. So they had two dance scenes. I'm sorry. You know how they had the verses? It was, it was the two kid to play characters versus the girlfriend and Tanache for some reason. Don't know why. What? Why was Tanache there? The the dance? No, was, I don't what? Know. Like what's happening? Okay. Don't know, don't know, don't know. But I said, okay, cool. That's why I thought Kingdom Hearts was gonna show because they did the whole, they did the whole, not just the, just the footstep. They did the, to the front, to the back. They did the whole uh, when he kicked them and he jumped over. They did the whole thing. Wow, they did the whole routine. Y'all playing? No, no. You're trying to have them So then when out. they came back though, when they when they came back from all that crazy stuff, uh, DC Young Fly was out. He was he was high because of you know. They told him we need you to do this clean because if you get high, you start doing the crazy stuff. So then the guy was like, "All right, my, I could just call my uncle from New Orleans." Now, lady sketch. How many? How many artists do you know that's from New Orleans? Um, I'm pretty sure you can name who this is. Many. I, I know Master where, P. I know where this is going. No, not Master P. Not Master P. Nope. Baby Lewayne. He was in it, but he wasn't performing. This person performed. Because DC Young Fly was the DJ, he took the music away, and they got this guy to perform, and it's no other than Juveniles. Oh God! I, I, I saw I the name. I go, saw the name. I didn't want to go down the whole list. <laughs> did he at least do back that ass up? Yeah, that's the only song he did. Okay, yeah. all right. Ain't nobody trying to slow motion. Because I was like, what else but, you gonna do? You gonna get him so for like half? The whole movie though, the girl was like, oh, I could call my uncle the DJ. Cause he, my uncle from New Orleans, the DJ. He was like, man, nobody want to see your raggedy uncle DJ. Cause he don't know his uncle's it's juvenile. So, yeah. That, and he and was obviously playing himself. I'm presuming. Yeah, yeah. He was himself doing. He was doing bad that thing. But he was. This was after 
this scene, juvenile coming in, was after the I, Illuminati scene. I am okay. <laughs> then LeBron comes home. He was like, "I'm gonna rest y'all," and he was like, "No, nah, no, nah, come on, come on, bro, come on, bro, just come on, bro." It was, it was just me. He was like, well, "I'm gonna rest you in." And then while they talking, that guy Drewski uh-huh. is like drunk, and he like leans on the painting and breaks the painting. And he was like, "Sorry." It's the goat though. Like that seems unnecessary, but I guess they want to squeeze him in there. Cool. I feel like they keep squeezing um Yeah, unnecessary in people in a yes. lot of things. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyways, is. I feel like this movie yeah, this movie was low key kinda long. It was like two hours and, and some change. So. It did not do you know two hours. <laughs> it didn't. It did not. Because they if they would have just kept it without the Illuminati and all that other stuff, it would have been a pretty decent movie. Anyways. So yeah, Brian comes home and and uh, you know he was like, I'm about to rest y'all and all that. He was like, Nah, play me for it. And he was like, Do you know who you're talking to? And he was like, Yeah. But Brian's like, Nah, I ain't gonna play him for it. And then obviously they do the chant. He plays for it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, LeBron goes to dominate this man like thirty to like zero. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, right, now get out of my house. Call the police. LeBron is the heel in this movie. To be honest, he was. I'm not saying he's a hit. Like LeBron was not smiling. He wasn't happy. He wasn't like even when he was on the basketball. He wasn't playing. He was straight. Get out my house, mm. and I'm gonna make sure you get out my house. So anyway, it's long story short. The dude goes to jail for a year. Oh, <laughs> the guy, the Damon, the guy that got him to. Ch- okay, so which one is which? Oh, he went to jail for like a year. Cause it's um, the dark skin one I seen in the thing, and then the lighter skin one I seen. The dark skin one is the one that was causing all the trouble. That stole the chain and all that. He the one that went to jail. He went to jail for this party. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean, then, I guess that's more you, listen realistic. To this. Listen than... to this. This is this is this is the end. This is the quote unquote a year later. Oh shit! Guess who calls to pick him up from jail? The old Mike style. LeBron. Maya. What the fuck? Except about Dolomite status man changed his clothes in the car. He's like, yeah, yeah. That's a lie. But, uh, Maya married to herself. Well, apparently he married him because she he kissed her. Last scene. And then the guy, the Kevin, the main guy, he makes beats. I didn't say that because it was they only brought up twice. Uh, he makes beats and he was scared to show his beats. He showed his beats, and Big Sean was there, and Big Sean signed him, so he he makes money. For, he bursts for Big Sean. So, this sounds like yeah. a clusterfuck. Uh, it wasn't at first, but then now that I explain it, and now that Illuminati play, I'm like, yeah, no, it was, but I can see why people are saying it's so bad. Like, because I called Mr. Andy before I got to that part, so I'm like, oh, it's kind of solid. Like, I, I'm liking it so far. It's kind of solid. And when I was talking to him, they were like in the parking lot of the Illuminati. And then as soon as I hung up with him, I was like, oh, no, nah, it's going downhill. Downhill very fast. Downhill. <laughs> I just very need to down. understand, like, LeBron, why? Now, it, like I said, if it was the first part, it, w- it would have been cool. But we did not need any Illuminati. We not that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I guess it was trying to be funny. That's because the Illuminati people make fun of it because it's of t- of today, but you know we don't need that. We didn't need that. Yeah, we didn't need that. Trying to be any smart, other. we could just had a classic movie. Not no, that's why. Because I thought people was unnecessarily hating on them. I'm like, this movie is solid. I don't know why the hate. Like, this is horrible, but yeah, that Illuminati <laughs> part make the whole movie just it get a bad taste in your mouth. 
Sometimes simpler is better because honestly, house party itself was simple. Mm-hmm. It was no frills. They was throwing a house party because his parents wasn't in town. The end. You got in trouble because you snuck off to the party. That's yeah. it. Why do we need to do all this extra shit? I I feel like them um throwing this party because they need money. So essentially, you throwing a die party, a rent party, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And LeBron coming home probably would have been enough. Yeah. Always be jumping the shark on some shit. Well, that was Prime's review for of House Party. Thank you for that, Prime. Uh, <laughs> I, I, when it comes to streaming, I will check it out. I won't go pay money for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I don't know if I even want to. <laughs> we can cut it off before <laughs> the Illuminati part. But there was one movie that did come to streaming that we can all talk about, and that was the new Eddie Murphy hit. That was written by Jonah Hill and Kenya Bears, You People. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. So, You People was the newest thing. We saw the trailer, and I was just like, I'm curious to see how this thing is going to be. And uh, we all we all finally saw it. Uh, Prime saw it first. He's like, yo, you got to check out You People. I was just like, all right, well, I, I'm, I want to do that. I'm going to check out You People. Then I checked it out when I was working one day. And I was just like, okay, cool. Uh, off the back, really, I think it's a fine movie. You know, say it ain't. It, it's not. You know, it's not reinventing the wheel. And uh, now this movie, I did go in with low expectations of it because it's a rom com. How many comics, you know, did I see like like this before? This is just another version of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Or you know something we had, we had to deal with interracial couples and things like that. I was just curious to see how the, uh, Eddie Murphy movie cause, was going to do on Netflix because he, he's done decent before uh, since uh, coming back out. Uh, I like Jonah Hill. I like seeing uh, uh, Lauren London. You know, I, I like the I like the cast that they have in here. And from what I see in the trailers, I said, okay, I want to go check this thing out. I did not expect like I actually laughed in this movie. And that's the, the the one sin that a comedy can do is not be funny. This is true. However, like the more I've I've stopped to think about it, I laughed, but I feel like at parts I I didn't like places I didn't expect to laugh only because. Let me be frank, straight up front. I well, don't like rom coms. Okay. So. I did not go in here thinking I was going to like this movie at all. Yeah. But also, another thing I don't expect is Eddie Murphy not to be the comedic relief. Okay. Um, like the... He was... He was what you would consider the straight man in this movie. As far as, like, being intentionally funny. Mm-hmm. That wasn't his role in this movie. So that kind of took me by surprise, um, but I mean, it was it was okay. I didn't. I actually expected not to like it more. Mm-hmm. Simply because I'm not a rom com person. I frankly hate rom coms. If, if we're being honest. Yeah. Um. But it was okay. How, how about you, Prime? Off the you know just off the back before we get kind of get into it. 
honestly, I it's parts of it I like some parts. I was like, Ugh, okay, and parts of it I was like, oh, this is I like the way they did certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest, like I so when I hear Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy, I kind of knew that uh, he Eddie wasn't wouldn't be the comic relief. Kind of like how Bernie wasn't the comic relief, really. In, in guess who? So I'm like, okay, I know like Eddie is gonna have like an edge to. Mm-hmm. And you can see from his intro, his intro, the song they use for his intro, I'm like, oh, you can tell he's the song they use, and also that he hasn't frowned on his face the whole time. <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah, I, I took him as supposed to be like a, you know, hotel. My man. Well, no came, nonsense person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man came in with a friend, Hampton, with a bird of honey on it. Exactly. First scene, I said, oh, we see where we going with this movie with this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not mad at it. His first scene is funny though. I'm the I got Napa's hair in it. He basically bald. Yeah, <laughs> except for this some bitch, right? You know, I, I ain't gonna say what he said, but you know, what I'm saying that if I like Bruno Mars, here's the thing. I think look, it's natural for us to see a movie like this and to go in there and to say, you know, I'm not gonna like it or I don't I, I don't want to watch it. So that's what I, that's what I thought because I see it before too. But I'm just like uh, you know, me personally, I was like I'm. For the first time, I don't want to take myself too serious because that's how I am with movies sometimes. And I just I sit there and watch it. I'm just sitting there like, I don't really see what the bad is. I do. I have issues with the movie. Like, like just what? The technique. Huh? Not even just the um, like the premise of it. I I hate when you have a cast that's stacked like this mm. and somebody gets left in the dust. Um, like Nia Long got left in the dust in this movie. Nia Long did get left, left in the she dust in this movie. Was, I don't think. I think that was not by design, but I think this wasn't her. This wasn't like a showcase Nia Long movie. I don't even think she was in like the main credits. It wasn't for me. It wasn't. But, like I, a, but I, I get what you're saying. If that's the case, don't put Nia Long in the movie. Yes, like I didn't need her. It's kind of like. I feel like Neil Long played the played the Teresa character in, in the Bad Boys. How she's there, but she's like not there. No prime example. Remember Stomp the Yard? Yeah. Don't how, t- don't say Chris Brown. Yes. How much did we? Oh, see that is Chris, that's disrespectful. Chris Brown was finna be in this movie. And everybody went there like, oh, Chris Brown, because this is when he was Chris Brown was in the All movie. Right. This is different. We I'm not saying it's forward. the same exact thing. I'm about to say yeah, that's, no, no, okay. no, I'm not saying it's the same exact thing. But attaching you attach a person's name to a project, mm-hmm. and then you go and you like, damn, she was in the movie for all the twenty five minutes for real, for real. Yeah, you talking about like just not seeing her in the background? I was like, well, damn. Um, I, I mean, well, I would agree yeah. with you if it was Eddie Murphy. No, because yeah, I'm just saying if like you said when Chris Brown was Chris Brown, and he was all in the promotional stuff for Stop the Yard. People want to see Chris Brown. He dies in the beginning, right? So what I'm saying is. Neil Long is not selling this movie. The ones selling this movie is Eddie Murphy I, and Jonah Hill. Honestly, though, I, th- I, I think just because uh, she's a fan of Neil Long, that's probably why. Cause not to say I'm not a fan, but I get like you. You just don't want to have a random person playing the mom. You want to have a you want to have a power couple, technically kind of playing the, the mom and dad. You know, you don't want like Eddie Murphy and like <laughs> I don't know uh, Star Jones playing the. But yeah, it's like I feel like they put her in here because she's somebody that can like hold her own when they need her to, but just like I'm pretty sure there's a lot of deleted scenes she probably, you know. 
And I'm sure they, there might be stuff that's going to cut him on the floor, but I'm saying even with David Duchovny was a supporting actor. Yes. He, But he had his moments to shine. Nia Long had a funny joke in the movie. But David Duchovny had a whole running a whole running joke in the movie. Him and uh, his exhibit. Then he did Ordinary People. That was wild. That shit had me dying when I first I saw like, that joke, man. What the <laughs> fuck is this? And why is she sitting right there? <laughs> He pulled her. He pulled her. Come on, come on here. Come on. I don't think I want to come. Come on, come on. Let me see this to you. But it was just like I don't know that part. That I was just like, well, damn. I feel like I got a little more out of um, the city girl and Lala than I did out of me alone. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just shit. I ain't paid that. I didn't. I was that was a city girl. That's Croatia. Yeah. I, I, oh shit! I you that was a city girl. That's um and Lala and who was in old girl from ATL? Yeah. Oh Lord, why can't I remember their names? But um, I'm just like, okay, cool. I didn't go in here expecting to see her like as a main character, but I was like, well, damn, y'all ain't really give her no uh mm. time to to shine. Um. And I don't know. It was. Do you think that the criticism is getting on social media? I'm asking both of you this. The criticism that's getting on social media, do you think is warranted? Because, I mean. Oh, I haven't seen no criticism. What's the criticism? Because oh, I've been seeing people who like that. I've seen, you know, of course, there are people who are just not fans of Kenya Burns. There you're going to have that criticism. There are. Um, and, his, and his work, the way his work is set up. Cause mm. at this point, you know, you know, Kenya Burris is set up. You gonna have an interracial family couple, some somebody somewhere, and there's gonna be some strife because they come from different cultural backgrounds. That's his I setup. mean, to be fair, how many parts have he actually done like that though? All of them. All of them. What's like that in Grownish? It's a spinoff of Blackish. Yeah, I would say, but Blackish is a black family. Blackish is a black family with a mixed mom who came from a cult. Yes, with a black dad who came from Compton. Grownish, it was she's a product of the two of them, but then she goes to um, college and ends up in a friend group with a lesbian Jew, a Cuban Republican, and they hit all chip marks, ain't they? Black, a black militant who she ends up going out with and then a hippy dippy rich kid who is just in high who's high all the time who she ends up going out with you yep. got mixed yep. you got Checked out on boxes um what was the one with him in rashida in um black af black af um yeah i didn't watch black af and it, yeah. it was and it was the same thing it's the same it's like that's the criticism. Black AF was basically his his he wanted to be in Blackish, so he's like, I'm gonna just redo it. Pretty much. It was like him <laughs> in it was the same Come on, story. Katie. Okay. Where if you have a wife who is mixed and you the black man, y'all y'all have a family and there's strife because of that. It's the same thing, but he was Anthony Anderson and Rashida Jones was Tracy Ellis Ross. Who played her sister. Gotcha. Okay. Continue. So it's just like that's the the um that's been the criticism of Kenya Burris. Okay. I'm just telling you what. Mm. And then the criticisms. I saw a lot of criticisms. Of course, people are going to have issues with an interracial 
couple period that's just the, the surface mm. level stuff then you're gonna have people who have criticisms like there's no way in the world jonah hill will be with lauren london you have that was the whole point though but you also have the criticism of lauren london can't act she here because she pretty yeah. then you have the criticism of um like you could have basically replaced her with anybody and then it kind of plays more into the trope of like the Kenya Burris thing because there was like she's been doing press and interviews and she's like oh he had to like practically beg me to be in the movie and because I really wasn't feeling it you know she was grieving she wasn't really Mm. looking to do nothing like this but and then it rolls right back into what people have called a fetish with or whatever you want to call it with mixed because Lauren London is mixed Mm -hmm. so it was just like alright y'all like it, it at some point, it gets exhausted. This comes from me. I'm just like, all right, y'all, like, shit, give it a rest. And then we get, but then I did see other things that I honestly wasn't even taking into account. See, some people were upset because they didn't like the portrayal of Muslims in the movie. Some people were upset because they didn't like the portrayal of Jews in the movie. Some people were upset because they felt like they should have went. Oh, you mean the doctor that said, let's go to the bathroom so we can check you out? Oh, oh, oh. Wild, bro. Absolutely wild. He said, said, hey, Ezra, how's your penis? My mouth was open. (laughs) Like, I thought we was going to get around to a, like, last time I saw you, you said you fell and broke your dick or something crazy. My man was just out here a predator. And I was like, whoa. I, I like the fact that his mom, he was talking to his mom. He was like, we don't talk about him. He was like, oh, well, I mean, we need some witnesses. I think I can go get some. She was like, well, no, you're not proven to, you know, proven guilty. He was like, yeah, but he just, she was like, oh, so you're on his side. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. It's, gotcha, giving, gotcha. Say, it's giving me OJ energy, bro. Like, yeah. He's clearly a predator. Yes. But you're just going to ride with it. Um, I saw criticism that they didn't, they felt like they could have went and got actual Muslim actors to play her parents. And it was just, it was, some people didn't like the writing. There, I've seen criticisms up and down about this movie, about things you expected, people mm. would say, and things that I didn't even stop to think about. Um, so, I mean, overall, it was okay. I'm not going to say it was it's going to be on my best of, of 2023 list or anything, but I didn't absolutely hate the movie. And I was not... I didn't know what to expect. So... No, I don't. I, like I said, I, I I respect that. I understand that, and I'm just you know I understand it's going to be a fair amount of criticism. And sometimes I ask myself about the criticism because I'll be like, am I missing something? And I, like, am I missing? Am I overlooking the bad stuff in here? And because sometimes when I watch a movie, and this is awesome for me myself, is that I try to go in there with the unbiased, and I try to pick the movie apart. And then sometimes I just go and enjoy the movie. And like like what I like, and I can be very complicated when it comes to that. And sometimes when I feel like I like something, and people, it's like a lot of people talk about so this is bad. I'm like, damn, maybe I gotta go back and see it again, and see what maybe I missed it, or maybe I looked at it differently, type thing. And uh, I know that happened with me with Wonder Woman '84. Well, that's why you gotta watch <laughs> stuff before you watch reviews. Well, I, I tell you that. So I, I know. Yeah, I, so. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm agreeing yeah. with you in this case. So like like when I watched Wonder Woman eighty four, I watched it. I was just like, damn, it's a bad movie, but I like it. That like like, like you can it sounds like it be a bad movie, and you can yeah. still like and it. And then I and then I look on. I'm like, people are trashing this. I'm just like, damn. It, I mean, it's bad, but it's something about I like. You know what I'm saying? That that's how 
I felt. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when I was watching you people, I was just I le- legit. I was watching it by myself, so I didn't have no influence by you mm-hmm. or by Prime texting me. I was just sitting there watching by myself, and I was legit on my dad's couch laughing. I was like, "Why am I laughing like this?" Because I I felt like while well, watching Vacation Friends. Yeah, Vacation Friends took me completely by surprise. Yeah, and I was just like. This has no business being this funny, in my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? And, and maybe it's because I like that style of comedy. Yeah, I and, think I went into Vacation Friends with different expectations than this one. Because yeah. I knew, no matter how you slice it, the material is always going to be heavier. Yeah. When you're dealing with race and uh, cultural differences. differences. Yeah. I do agree. And then going into this, I was just like, I like Jonah Hill. And Jonah Hill is an actor that I don't think it's enough credit mm-hmm. because if he's either playing in the Wolf of Wall Street mm-hmm. or he's doing this comedy or he's what was that other movie that he was just in that when uh, he was going out to get the drugs and, and, and the black guys wouldn't give him the drugs he went out to this truck and got the uh, the AR-15 and started shooting in there. I forgot what movie that was oh I but, uh, missed that I'll be watching Jonah Hill movies yeah. I guess no, but I'm just saying, but he's a very talented guy that I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Jonah, and, I, don't, I don't have a problem with Jonah Hill. Yeah, and then also, it's, uh, you know, it, I'm a fan of Eddie Murphy. Every time I see Eddie Murphy, it's going to be like back in something like this. I was like, okay, let's uh, let's give it a try. And like I said, yeah, no, the movie's not perfect. It probably is not going to be in my top 10. It's not in my top 10 worse. I know it's not going to make that. There are a lot of so, middle of the road movies yeah, and albums that it's just like it's like it's just it's just there. Like, will I go down and put on Netflix just to watch it again? Sure. It's it's not something that I'd be like, all right, ugh, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. I can check it off my list, thing like that. I do recommend people to just to go check it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, just a, a middle of the road. This ain't something that got to be on your priority. But I'm just saying, but if you're looking for a Netflix and chill, put it on. You know what I'm saying? Check it out. Get a couple laughs. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If you you know if you like it, you do like it. I don't. Who? John Hill is actually Jewish. Okay. Remember, we was talking about it in the car, and you was like, "Well, I don't even know if he is Jewish." And yo, that everybody was talking about, um, well, they had Jewish people for the Jewish parts, but they didn't. Yeah. He is Jewish. Um, but you know, I was just looking for that movie, um, that you was just talking about, and it was knocked up that I was thinking about, not the Hangover. Remember when they they were in knocked up, Uh young and stupid. Um. But I don't know. I it was okay. I, I mean, I'm not like I said. I'm not gonna put it in my best, but I'm not gonna put it in my worst. Yeah. Um. I'm be honest with you. I don't know many rom coms that would end up in my best for my personal best. Oh yeah. I, like I said, I, I I understand that. And like I said, I just it just and I, when I was watching, I was sitting there thinking like, yo, I for some reason I'm just liking like he didn't seem scared of Lauren London. Yeah. That, that's one day I was like, because like when people were like, who the fuck like Jonah Hill and Lauren London like because like because nobody asked for that and I'm like, they didn't. But the thing is, is like how is I, you could tell, okay, cringy biracial couples that it's just like there's no chemistry there. For instance, I know what you about to say because I don't think I think as long as they're not this bad, it'll never be bad. Who? who Taraji P. And it helps. And it helps. That coffee and Kareem. I said, there's no way. That whole movie was trash. 
but that their chemistry was in the depths of hell. Yes. It did not exist. I was like, y'all can't even make me believe, like, even in this environment that this thing exists. I might say because, and let's, let's keep, let's be frank. I've seen tons of couples, interracial oh. and not, where there is someone who is beautiful and the husband is average at best. Yeah. And I mean on his best day. Pro- and, and also, Pro- I, are you right over there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And also okay. vice versa. So uh-huh. I mean, come on. Let's. I was like, this is not the most far fetched thing. Is it a bit far fetched? Sure. It's not the most far fetched thing, um, I've ever seen. Because if I'm being honest, I've scrolled Instagram, and that's a big thing on social media. Mm-hmm. Interracial couples having like being influencers simply because they're an interracial couple. Huge thing on social media. Let's not pretend it's not. Uh huh. I've and I've seen this. The woman who you would be like, this is, she's beautiful. She could have whoever, yeah. and she just got average Joe from up the street. Yeah. I mean, it's just that it's just that when I see these in different movies, when 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 I can tell people like like they must have hung out before this just to get the chemistry going. Like it's like a, what's the white guy from Entourage and Gabriel Union and Think Like a Man. Oh, okay. I forgot what his name is, Jerry. Something. Yeah, I think he. I think they, they had a good chemistry on, yeah. on on screen. What? What I think is Zoe Zodana and Ashton Kutcher. I thought it was. I thought it was a, a kind of decent chemistry. Guess who? Oh. Yeah. Not all about that. Yeah, I would say I know they had a decent chemistry on there. But when I see like Ed Helms and Taraji, this is forced. Okay, this Somebody, is. Somebody y'all came to set and was like, "Hi, nice to meet you." And yeah. <laughs> walked away from each other. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I'm sorry. Well. What? No, I'm sorry. I ain't listening out loud. So yeah, uh, like I said, I I I, I recommend it you know, for people to check it out. You know what I'm saying? But I understand that people you know necessarily don't like it. But that is our review for uh, you people. I'm gonna ask yeah. y'all around real quick. What the? How would y'all rate right rate it? You know, it, it going at, off my rating system. Mm, I would rate somewhere between a six and a seven. What's that? Catch it at a barbershop? That's like a D. Catch it at a barbershop is what happens as a D. And what's the what's the C? Hashtag give it a chance. I guess it'd be a low hashtag give it a chance for me. Where would you where would you rank it, Prime? No, I'll say give it a chance. Um it's, it's, man, look. To be honest, it's it's funny, but like the parts that's I think some of the parts that's been funny on purpose are not as funny as some of the parts that's just accidentally funny because of how you would interpret it to me. I like for yeah, for like the like the Eddie Murphy and the uh, Mike Epstein. So I'm like, they're funny to me. It was like like personally, I don't really be. I'm not really a, a, that big of a fan. I'm like, he don't for some reason he don't make me laugh. Like other people be cracking up, but. This scene with him and Eddie, every scene with him and Eddie, I'm like, oh, they, they, why haven't they been doing a movie together? You know, join the club. So, because if Mike yeah. is saying on a movie screen, I'm yeah. uninterested. <laughs> I'm just being completely honest here. Uh huh. Crucify me in the comments. I don't care. Well, no, I'm just saying, I, I also give it a hashtag, give it a chance. I said right there in the middle of the road. It ain't reinventing the wheel. Ain't doing nothing. I thought I, I, I told, told a simple story. I, I like Jonah Hill. 
You know what I'm saying? They, 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 I'm glad they got their movie off. Okay, so I know Kenya Barris is working on a lot of other shit that he's trying to get out going. Let's see how that shit work out too. But he's um, becoming, uh, was he the new age Spike Lee? Got to stick himself in there somewhere. He's he's becoming the you know like Ty Perry got his his, his church of auntie auntie audience. Spike Lee got his woke audience, and then you got Kenya Barris got his mixed audience. Like that he's that looking for it. he's like that, hey, interracial, come over here. Yeah, so. That's how I'll rank it. All right, guys, but that will end our podcast for today. Glad you guys can join us with it. We great topics <laughs> that we t- talked about and everything. I really appreciate it. So, hopefully, next we, week, huh? yes. I, I just want to mention the scene when they talk about Paris is that scene itself is like hilarious. That scene in the basketball scene is is if you don't watch this movie, at least watch those two scenes I or and other scenes. Yeah. Well, I, I like <sighs> I, I like the basketball. Scene. I like that. I like what I like. First of all. Jonah Hill just interacted with Lauren London or interacted with Eddie Murphy. I just liked it. You know what I'm saying? Well, some some scenes with Lauren London I didn't like because it, it's not Jonah Hill's fault. But for me watching Twenty One Jump Street, Jonah Hill is very sarcastic in Twenty One Jump Street. So some of the stuff he says in this, I don't believe it. Like he was like, "Come on, you're my boo." I was like, "That sounded so. That don't sound natural." Some it's stuff like, does sound forced. That's yeah. why I was like, "This is not a. This is not by any stretch of the imagination like a great." And no, no, some, I, I, I can agree with that. There yes, are some parts in this movie where I was just like, where if if my anxiety had taken over, because there was a lot of secondhand embarrassment, cringe moments in yeah. this movie for me. Grab my slave receipts. Especially when she was like, slave receipts. She played the the guessing bro. game. She was like, is it an N word? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, lady. But and there were some parts in this movie where I was just like, I like Julia. It's like, it's like, it's like I like Julia Louis Dreyfus anywhere but Seinfeld. Because I, I, like, like, like I just don't like. I don't like Seinfeld. I just don't like Seinfeld. I will say that there, the reason why I don't give this like completely like just dismiss it. There were some parts in this movie that were for me as a black woman quite relatable. The one where she was like, "I'm not a toy. Mm-hmm. You do not have to go out here." and do a google search and try and give me buzzwords about my hair and about whatever else you've read because you don't really know how to confront this i can tell you having been on the surface as long as i have i cannot express how many times this has happened to me in real life and maybe not in a like a romantic like this is somebody who's gonna be my mother-in-law since Mm -hmm. but for sure all the time so like there were some parts in here was just like yeah I get that but there were some parts in here where I was just like oof yeah. I'm cringing inside <laughs> she's so like oh my god did you see that I'm sorry you have to go through this every day exactly. like, what you talking about as a, I say as a mother-in-law to an African American woman in, in America, America. <laughs> girl what I just laughed I was just like oh my god she's like oh my god please stop and they burn anywhere from Kufi. I know it pissed off a lot of people, but I was I'm like, sure that, that shit had me die. I was just like, uh, I was like, Eddie Murphy always got a movie. It seemed like a comedy movie where somebody is in the middle of fighting. Like, remember the the, the, the um, Nutty Professor when he farted in, in, in the birthday cake? Yes. And the shit, and, and the curtains caught fire. Physical comedy somewhere with him. Oh yeah, so yeah, that, I do. I was like, that Kufi go. He talk a little bit too much about that drug old but about to get about to get burnt up. So, yeah, I, like I said, hashtag give it a chance, y'all. 
But we about to get up out of here. Uh, thank you guys for an awesome podcast, awesome topics. We, yeah, I think we had some great conversations and stuff like that. So um, we're going to be looking forward to DC, looking forward to Michael, looking forward to all that stuff. Bad Boys for all that great stuff. So um, make sure you guys check out all our podcasts. Check out our wrestling. Don't get me seated, which will probably be next week is when we could come back to that one. Uh, Drunk Thought Sober Tongue and Turntables. And make sure you check out Prime's Prime Satcha Podcast. And once again, I'm the man with the plan. If you need him, yell Shazam, Mr. A and D. Uh, not Deion Sanders for prime time. <clears throat> it's been I... good. See, I was waiting. Uh-huh. Over here with bated breath. <laughs> Go ahead. And the gracious lady sketch. It's been real before he start trying. Oh, he he he, he gonna find a way to troll. <laughs> he, he gonna find a way to troll. Uh, so. All right, guys, and Q Flow Man, wherever you at, I wish you was a part of this conversation, but please take us out. Take us out. Take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be a sincere